Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. compares. Do you? No. compares. To go high. Nothing. Tap it. Nothing compares. Yeah. And that's why Sinead sang it and Dermot didn't get the gig. <laughs> they should have put that screaming goat in. Nothing compares. <laughs> I think it'd be, it'd be number one around the world, but I would certainly enjoy it more, that's for sure. Do you remember jazz? Remember jazz? Well, the music. No. No, Jazz Wilson. On the last podcast, we talked about Jazz Wilson, the person who was offering me money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, was they, remind me and the listeners. <laughs> okay, so Jazz Wilson said, first of all, they think I'm the admin of Neil Delamere's Facebook page. Okay. And they offered me $999 a week to post one video mm. on Neil's page. Good deal. Which I don't have permission for. Initially, Emer had written... Had, give me the words that I wrote back to Jazz and it was things like I wanted to be paid in sterling uh, but then there was she got back mm. and said are you kiding me <laughs> then we got back <laughs> again last week and Emer said the words and whatever we want it now in Australian dollars so then the last one we wrote was hi Jazz are you still interested I want Australian dollars for the video we sent that last week having not heard anything for a week mm. assuming nothing no Friday at 20 to 2 Got a message from Jazz. Okay, let me know which payment method suits you. Oh, you just need to give them your bank details. Yeah. Perfect. Then, I didn't respond, Mm. but at 5 to 10 on Friday night, she sent a question mark. Oh, so like, hey, you up? Yeah. (laughs) You you (laughs) up? I want to give me your bank details? Yeah. (laughs) So It's a banky booty call. So what will I what will I reply? What payment method would suit me? Like traveler's checks? Just say American Express. Cuz that like that impresses everybody. Since the 70s, all you got to say is American Express. People are like, "Oh my god, you're a you're an important businessman." <laughs> or a woman. Express. All right, and a business American dog. You, you could be as long as you've got American Express, you could be an important business dog. You could be like a golden retriever with a pair of glasses. Just sitting in business class. Licking your balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I've written is oh. I need to be powed. I typed really quickly. I'm tired. So I, I undid. I did some bad typing, but it's in there. I need to be powed in American Express. As long as you've got a Mario Can Express, you could be importamped. That's what I'm going to send back to her. Is that enough? Yeah, and the but confusing. Say, send me your details. So you can just. You can uh, you, you can send the card to her. Details. <laughs> I need. What do I need? I need your address. Sixteen seconds. Oh, yeah. Date of birth. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we're still doing the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We've got a sweep and a song. It's fine. Uh, I need your address, a date of birth, and passport photo signed on the back. And say, and my bank details. <laughs> Just to confuse them. I'll write bank details and see what you think of that. 
And then sign it off. How do I sign it off? Yours. JC. We'll see. We'll come back next week for the next installment of Jazz Wilson's conversation. These are taking a week and they're all terrible. Sorry for saying balls. Someone will beat that out, will they? No, I don't think no. so. No? Foot, you meant footballs. Yeah. Handballs. They anyone play handball? Why has GA got a sport no one plays? Or talks about? Uh, I don't know why they don't talk about it, but it's big and casual. But big what? Like big and casual? Like like four like lads play it and talk about it in the boozer? There's a, there's a club with about maybe 60 members, which is big for handball. Do you wear a special glove? You, some people do, some people don't. The real hardy boys don't and they have hard hands. But I, I have very soft hands. Have you played it? Yeah, I used to play it, yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Is so it just like bad squash? Good. Squash with no racket? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Terrible idea. Get a racket, losers. There's racquetball as well. That's not GAA sport. It's played in handball alley, though. Yeah, but come on. Remember Robbie Keane plays paddle. Oh, that's catching on like wildfire. Yeah, there's a paddle court in Port Marnock. There's a paddle court in Adair Manor. There you are. I know which one I'd rather be in. Port. Marnock. <laughs> that's <laughs> asgusting. You're asgusting. So what? Uh, I don't even care. I mean, I've gone. I've gone beyond care. My dad could kill your dad. We don't care. We don't care that your dad killed my dad. We don't care. My dad won a boxing match against Muhammad Ali. My, Pushed him in the gob. My dad ate Heinz beans and now he's alive. <laughs> Beat that. We don't care. My dad's president of the fighting community. My dad. Of Ireland. My dad's best friends with with Kelly from Stereophonics. Kelly Harrington from the Stereophonics. <laughs> That's the, end. That's the end of the podcast. Enjoy it. Bye. Will you please try and help me solve a mystery? Come, come and see the evidence of the mystery. Right, listen to this. Why do you not wash your legs in the shower? No, no that's, <laughs> yes. that's easily explained. This is far more difficult. Why did you build a pergola but actually end up with an unofficial smoking area? <laughs> Somebody actually asked me at the weekend, could they come around and have a look at the pergola? I want to do something similar. I'm a popular pergola guy. Smoking area. <laughs> Here's the thing. It gets really annoyed when Kudos you go pergola smoking I'm area. I'm sending an all staff on that one. <laughs> we have a rule in our house. When you were in the car and the six of us and myself, my wife and the four kids, we have a rule where when you're in the car, you're allowed to play whatever song you want. We take it in turns and the other people can't judge your song, okay? So it's very simple. Mm, okay. So I'm driving, Tracy has my phone and the kids say what song they want. We all say, so you get crowd pleasers. Then every now and again, you know, Sam will throw in something. And we can't say we don't like it. Gotta mix these packs and potions, no peace till I put a sim in a banner. I'm on the block like Wayne, back road later, fully paid for my inner. What is that? That's hazy. Packs and potions, mate. Liverpool rapper. So we have to sit there and listen to that. But then I get my own back, obviously, because I go. It's fine. No one can say it. My, my wife stares at me, but she can't say anything. That's the rule. What a car journey. So the other day... That's like PTSD coming out. <laughs> we were in the car. And we went around and we got to Anna, who's seven. We said, what song do you want to hear? And again, we're thinking maybe Westlife, mm. maybe some Ariana Grande. She suggested she wanted a song called Guinea Pig Olympics. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never heard this song before. <laughs> Prepare yourselves because you're going to hear this song in your ears for the rest of your lives when you hear it. But here's the thing. Guinea Pig Olympics went on and Guinea Pig Olympics 
wouldn't turn off. Okay, it wouldn't turn off. So this bit is about four iterations of guinea pig Olympics in, and it just goes into the fifth one, right? <laughs> And it just keeps going forever and ever and ever. So I'm sitting there kind of going, okay, eventually, like, I literally plugged out my phone and restarted my phone for Guinea Pig Olympics to stop playing on the speakers, right? So I'm, like, fine with that. But then I'm, like, was that a problem with my car? Because I'm on, you know, wireless car play or whatever. Was it a problem with Spotify? And then I get home, and over the last week or so, Alexa has been doing something pretty weird, right? So... What she's done is say we're listening to like we another crowd pleaser in our house, John Mayer. That will just stop, and then this will happen. Random K-pop just comes on, like not not after a John Mayer song. In a John Mayer song. <laughs> this is not somebody else upstairs hit on your Spotify account. Okay, thank you. Because this was my initial thought. I investigated everything. No one else. The, Alexa is linked to one Spotify account which was specifically created for Alexa in the kitchen. Because we don't want exactly that happening. That someone upstairs puts on K-pop and then we've listened to it. So we're totally fine with this. This is not happening. Then, the, this is when it starts to get really weird. The other night, at about... It was 3 something a.m. Oh. At And if you have an Alexa, you'll know this. At volume 10, <laughs> this oh, song no. was playing uh, completely of its own accord. Maybe my soul may die, I don't know. Maybe I don't have a soul. What if I saw you on the train last night? That would creep the hell what? out of you. At 3 o'clock in the morning, maybe I don't have a soul. Yeah, maybe oh. my soul may die, right? So then, uh, no, sorry, but that happened. Obviously, I just went down to Alexa and I looked at the song and thought in my head, like, Soulmate Died, that's weird. And then I looked up the song. That's a clip from YouTube of the song Soulmate Died. But what's happened, it's happened so often since then that I've started recording on my phone to, like, prove to my wife and everyone else, well, they're all awake, whatever. So this was the other night. Listen to how tired tired I am, because this is, like, 5 a.m. on, not this weekend, on the last weekend. playing downstairs so this is downstairs this is boys to men like I should be happy it's boys to men playing <laughs> right but this is like 5am on a Saturday morning Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop for the love of God right Stop. Then, then we had uh, this was last week This is during the week Last week At about 3 And we, we get up early For this show So you know 3am You do not want to be waking up Because that's so close To your alarm time mm. like It's only a couple of hours And the difference Getting back to sleep is hard This was what was happening Was there a four ring circus? Stop That's <laughs> <laughs> right And then This is torture This is no joke Last night at, and I have the exact time because I remember looking at 3.14 a.m. Volume 10. 
is that? Smooth Jazz FM. <laughs> Stop it, for God's sake. Do you think it's hackers? Well, I, t- I can't work mm. it out. And when I started asking Tracy about this, she said what happens is sometimes when she's there in the day, it doesn't play, it doesn't do any of the music things. It just goes to like, do you know on Alexa? Because it thinks it's everyone's American yeah. and we're not. It does things like it has like, you know, Wisconsin crime lord arrested, right? So she'd be just like up in our studio painting away and then it'd be like, the man was arrested at 10.17 a.m. And she's like, what's happening? Dave, that's creepy, man. I, and, and the bottom of the screen, so this is an Alexa show, an Echo show, so it has a screen. Yeah. And on the bottom of the screen, the pixels are starting to dance and kind of jitter like they're kind of broken so all of this weird stuff's happening and I'm walking down in the dark and Lex is kind of blinking at me going and playing like smooth jazz at me <laughs> and going my soulmate died and I don't know what to do it's not Spotify it's not and I've done everything like I've like rebooted Alexa I've reset the app I've done as many things as I can and I cannot get to the bottom of it please somebody tell me <laughs> That they know what's happening or they've had it happen to them and they've figured out a solution. Maybe it's a dead relative trying to get in touch <laughs> but, but can only use the medium of smooth jazz. Possibly. <laughs> or classical music or boys to men, it yeah. seems. Bingo. Or, or, you've stagged me for years over my vinyl collection and my love of vinyl. But I tell you what, a record will never get out of its sleeve at 3am and put itself on. He's got a point. God Any, love analog. Anybody got any ideas? 87 What in the name of Jesus is happening? Because it's absolutely exhausting me. It's been like two weeks of this now. I haven't got a good night's sleep in long because I'm without waiting. for. Oh, sorry. The other thing I've done is I've turned Alexa off at the plug. That Then it obviously doesn't happen. But then sometimes you just forget. Like last night at 3.14am. I'm up turning off smooth jazz and that's not what I want to be doing. Uh, 87 4100 Somebody please help. We're trying to solve this mystery this morning. Why my Alexa, my Echo Show, by the way, I'm saying those words, I realize it's triggering people's smart speakers. Apologize. But anyway, my Echo Show is playing random things in the middle of the night, uh, which I'm not very happy with because obviously I don't want isn't to smooth jazz when I'm coming down the stairs in volume 10. I mean, it's nice and all, but it's just not, it's not what I want to be woken up by. Uh, but it's happening to other people. Sharon's in Cork. Hi, Sharon. Sharon? Oh, maybe Sharon's been taken by a ghost. We'll get Sharon back up in a second. A lot of people think my house is haunted. It's a poltergeist. A Korean poltergeist. Yeah. A lot of K-pop being chosen as well. I mean, do you recognize anything? Is there any connection with any of these artists, our songs? Or are they all just random? No, they're completely random. Um... Uh, now have you got more technical difficulties? Yeah, got weird things happening here. Hang on, I'm going to try something. Sharon? Yeah. Hey, hey you're back. Hey, Sharon. How are you? <laughs> Come here. What, are yeah. you getting this as well? Yes, yeah. Um, last night I had great difficulty putting my small boy to sleep. Um, he was chatting, chatting, chatting. Anyway, eventually got, it, got them both to sleep. And I was sitting in the bed next to them at about half past ten. And Alexa, at full volume, burst into song. I nearly fell out of the bed with fright. <laughs> what type of song was it? Uh, it was a country and western song. It's, it's a, I can't remember this. I got such a fright. I can't remember the song. <laughs> oh, we nearly, it woke my daughter as well. Oh, I no. was trying to cover my little boy's ears so it wouldn't wake him. 
But then you have to uh, shout Alexa at Alexa to stop doing it. Oh no, um, Ellie kind of half fell out of the bed. Uh, plug Ellie's only ten. She was she plugged it out. Oh, smart <laughs> Ellie. Well, yeah. People are suggesting that maybe you could set your speaker to volume one before you go to bed, and then it won't wake you up. Um, I don't know because last night our, my husband wasn't at home he was in Dublin we're in Cork and it's only connected to his phone it's not connected to mine so I mean we could test the volume one but I wouldn't have thought it should have been playing No but hang on was he playing country music in Dublin no, when you're in no, Cork? No no, because I, I rang him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, every, everyone would deny that, wouldn't they? Yeah. No, I wasn't playing <laughs> super country hits at half ten on a Sunday night. He's a huge country music fan, Randy Travis, all the way. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's so weird that's happened to you as well. And there's other people getting in yeah. touch saying the same. And isn't it so weird the volume is full volume? I know. Yeah, it is. Oh, it was full volume. Like, it's so, I swear to God, I nearly landed in the neighbours with fright. I, it was. It's the Russians, lads. It's the you Russians. Reckon? Yeah. It's just a very subtle invasion of our technology. <laughs> well, they're just going to play smooth jazz at us at three in the morning smooth until we, jazz and until we gave, give in. Sharon, I'm sorry it's happening yeah. to you too, but if we get a solution, I'll let you know. Oh, do, by all means. I'll be listening anyway. All right. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Shane McGrath's been on to us. Dave says, my Google came on late last night, full blast too. I can't remember the song as I was just too tired and just shouted out to stop and went back to bed. What's going on? See, this is the thing, right? So in, for the first three or four times, obviously I didn't record anything, but I just knew this was going to be a good show content at some point. So I've started to record them. So if I have any more events, I'll record them and show you, but it's full volume in the kitchen so I have to go down from, like, we sleep on the third floor. So I go down the, the three floors to go, shut up. And then everyone's awake. Well, I, yeah, it's very obvious. But, like, plug it out at night time. Yeah, that's the only solution so far. Right. But I don't want to do I that. Know, it's, uh, something I know as a technology lover, you don't like plugging things out. <laughs> no, they're supposed to be on standby. <laughs> I don't want to plug them out. <laughs> Any well, solutions? 87 Time to meet some new friends. It sure is. Uh, there are two brand new Today FM presenters. Would you please welcome Louise Cantillon and Peter Collins. Thank you. Thank you for having us, guys. Yeah, I'm absolutely very nervous about this now. Very nice to be here. Now, you guys, uh, Louise, you can, you're going to be able to hear Louise's show on Saturdays 2 to 6 and Sundays 4 to 7 and Monday and Tuesday 7 to 10. And Peter is on Sunday night 7 to 10 p.m. There we are. Um, yeah, I know you're a fellow Limerick person, Louise. <laughs> A boy, the kid. Yeah, but are you uh, a spy culture like me living in Dublin now? A hundred percent. No, I haven't fully made the move. Um, I can't commit to it just yet. Yeah. So I'm kind of doing like two nights a week in a chateau in Whitehall. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you spy culture's hoping to glean? You know, like is it well, is it how to live a sophisticated life like Peter uh, and I do all the time? There we no, go. Well, well, we've basically we've just been gathering information for the last few decades, and I think it's like there's a special date in 2025 when we all go back and then share what information. <laughs> God, for the proper takeover. Oh my God, it'll be December 9th, 23, the culties go back to yeah. Dublin. It's a culty cult. Absolutely not. Dermot is being way too kind. See, we're we're up know. here trying to figure out how to spot a record. You know, we're like, oh, they're there now. Because <laughs> we're all superior. And we're all over the place, don't worry. <laughs> well, we feel it's necessary uh, that the listeners get to know you. Okay. Um, so we're going to give you like 30 seconds on a clock seconds. to kind of blind date style, introduce yourself. 
um, to the listeners. Uh, Peter, do you want to go first? A uh, ladies first, No, of course. you go first, Peter. You're, you're from Dublin. <laughs> and now it's time for Peter Collins to introduce himself to everybody. Hi, Peter. Hello, everybody. My name's Peter. I'm 29. I've green eyes. I'm Aquarius. And one time in school, about three days before the leaving cert, nearly got suspended because in good faith I was handed a water balloon, which I thought was a water balloon, threw it down a corridor at a bunch of first years. It was full of paint. Oh! So that didn't get in too well. Got away with it though at the end. Is that because you're so tall you were playing for the rugby team and they said we can't suspend him? We got the senior cup <laughs> yeah, final coming up. Yeah, got it. I didn't know what to say, but I was like, oh, Asher, look. <laughs> <laughs> nice use of Asher looking at that is. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. Always on brand. Very impressive, right? That's Peter. Now let's meet Louise. I'm not as posh as Peter. Can I just disclaim her there now? Me. Um, hi, I'm Louise. I'm also 29. I'm a Leo from Limerick. Very important. Um, I am spoofing my way through life and radio. I also work in the telly a little bit. I'm fluent as Gaelga. Once went to China to study martial arts for three months. True oh. story. Um, so watch your back there, Peter. Yeah, I know. Uh, love the hurlers more than the hurling. Right. Limerick. And uh, have agreed to be a wife. Oh. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, people away. are be dying to know now. Who are you engaged to? Oh uh, well, I ha- like. I was gonna. I really wanted to avoid this, but I brought it up in my thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, she did. She really uh, wants a name drop yeah, here. Go on, yeah. let us know. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> a Limerick. I can't say it. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the captain of the Limerick hurling team. <laughs> yes. No, I'm like, yeah, Declan Hannon. Congratulations. When's the big and, day happening? Oh my god, sorry, they sweat dripping down. <laughs> <laughs> um, the big day is yet to be fully planned. Okay, okay. that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's important. No, I'm, that... I'm definitely intending on going through it. It's like I mean, <laughs> well, no one else thought that because you didn't need to bring that bit up. Everyone yeah. else thought you were still keep, going through with it. Keep digging. Uh, like oh, I'm fully committed. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt yeah, about yeah. that. There's no doubt about your commitment. Yeah, no, no, no. Come no, back to me next September. No, I'm joking. Well, well, well look, um, what's it like to be part of the Today FM team um, at this point? Uh, has everyone been nice to you? Yes, very nice so far. Ian Dempsey especially. Yeah. He was looking for some lunch money the other day, though. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, Ian seems yeah. nice on the surface, but then he'll corner you. you know? He does, yeah. yeah. He, he can see him back there. He's very... Uh, Mar- he's, he's, pointing, he's, pointing to Mar- he's giving it to Mario now. Look, look. <laughs> yeah. I can see his eyes burning through the back of my he head. He has that a unique advantage here because he spent the last 10 years in this building. Yeah. I'm just arriving in, so no one knows me. They're like, who's this girl that's lost in the car park? <laughs> <laughs> and like, point and question being Dave this morning. Yes. I full-on passed him on the way to the bathroom and he was like, hi, who are you? <laughs> I'm on your show. <laughs> We we caught we caught each other's eyes. We were walking, and I was like, uh, and then I was I, like, slowly the kind of the 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 dominoes fell. And I went, Louise, <laughs> yes, of course, no, it's you. Louise, it's nothing personal. He was probably just thinking about Wordle. <laughs> what he's like. Well, can um, I just say that I'm going to make a good first impression anyway? And I didn't. I'm not competitive. Didn't want to show you up, Peter, but I did bring gifts. <laughs> oh, what? Peter, we're Peter so Collins, disappointed. You're immediately relegated. Oh. Some pastries, you know, for oh. the well, amazing. I hope I get an extra point for that. You definitely get an extra <laughs> point for because, that. because, uh, as you probably know, uh, if you listen to the show, I'm constantly starving. He so, is. Uh, they will go down very <laughs> He's constantly well. starving before 11. After 11, he probably doesn't need for the rest of the day. No. But he's got to munch as much as he can. Uh, breakfast like and a 11. king. Uh, we're going to do a quiz before the go. We're I just want to reassure Louise, if you find yourself getting lost in Marconi House here, I've been here eight years and I regularly go unnecessarily down to the basement because <laughs> I press the wrong button in the lift pretty much every day. So we'll find each other wandering in around in the underground car park <laughs> that we're not important enough <laughs> to go. No, not space not remotely important enough. <laughs> we, we do want to test, though. As you said, Peter's been in the building for a long time. You just arrived. Mm-hmm. We want to test your Today FM knowledge. It's all well and good being in the building working for other radio stations. But when you're in here, we want to see how much Today FM you actually know. So, okay. we'll ask you questions one after the other. 
And if you just joined us on the Dermot Dave Show on Today FM, we're chatting to Louise Cantillon and Peter Collins, the newest Today FM presenters on the block. Louise, the question every Today FM new employee gets asked, who lives closer to the Today FM studios? Is it Dermot or Dave? Oh, like, not a clue. I mean, I'll give this one to you. You're probably Rick Dermot, I'd say. Dermot is closer. Correct. Oh, closer. No, no, it's no. incorrect. <laughs> he lives twenty. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Never look to Dermot for an answer, Louise. That's lesson one. None of us knew until we actually found out the answer to this question. Dermot has a driver in the morning. He doesn't know where he's going. <laughs> yeah. I get the train. I get someone else to drive me. Uh, yes, Dermot is twenty point three kilometers away. As every Today FM presenter knows, I have on the other hand live sixteen kilometers away. Okay, Peter, what Today FM personality once played the iconic role of Dr. David Hanlon? on Glen Rowe. Do you remember Glen Rowe? <laughs> Are you aware of its existence? No, I'm not sure I was born when that was there, was I? <laughs> I don't think you were. Uh, I'll go with you, Dermot. No, it was Mario <laughs> Rosenstock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Louise, uh, yeah. what rock star inspired Ian Dempsey's lone tattoo? He's got one tattoo. Oh, sorry, I thought it was like a tattoo of a lone. Oh, no, like no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he has to give it back next week. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's making the repayments uh, monthly. The Celtic Tiger star. thing. Is it Irish? Can I can't ask? Uh, it all qualifies. Yeah. It's not an Irish rock star. Okay, uh, David Bowie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Impressive. Do we have a ding, or has that been taken uh, away from us? No, I can give you a ding. Great yeah, computer call, uh, Peter. Pamela Joyce has racked up over a million views online for her impression of what celebrity? Ah, oh, come on. Is it Beyonce? No. Oh, no. Cardi B. Oh, Cardi no. I'm video now. Yeah, Cardi, Cardi B. B. Video. Cardi B. Yeah. He's going to slap you oh, upside the head for that one. He is going to slap me. Uh, Louise, Ray Foley returns to Today FM in February in the afternoons. What county is Ray Foley from? Do you know what? I actually know this. Is he from Mayo? He's not. It's yes. an answer. Sorry. He is. Sorry. Are you giving her the easy questions? The culty cult <laughs> okay, over here. Okay, Peter. Okay. What Today FM DJ headlined both Friday and Saturday night at the Today FM Soundgarden at Electric Picnic this year? <laughs> it's an easy It's an easy. Oh, question. Tech Pierce. Yes, yes. Tech Pierce is our right answer. Well done. You're on the ball. Uh, Today FM's Claire Beck, Louise. Yeah. Where does she live? There's something <gasps> unusual about Very it. Very unusual. But cool. Oh, um, on a boat. On a boat is right. <laughs> yes. Claire Beck lives on a houseboat. She does. Slash barge. And Peter, uh, very cute. You put your hand up there. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> school. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think an extra point if I can cut in and get the answer. Okay, for one more question. One more question. Last one. No, Matt Cooper, Louise, famously mispronounced the name of what rapper during a music segment on The Last it Word? It should be your question. It's fine, Peter. It's oh, Dermot, you are so on my side. I love you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Peter's, it's definitely Peter's question. <laughs> what was the question to go again? Matt Cooper famously mispronounced the name of what rapper during a music segment on The Last Word? Don't know. Well, listen to this. <laughs> okay, tell us about Nicky Minja. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, well... <laughs> <laughs> oh Matt we do love you uh, Louise and Peter welcome to Today FM you're absolutely Yay! legends Yay! thank you for having us thank you so much for coming in uh, you'll hear Louise Saturdays 2 to 6 Sundays 4 to 7 and Monday and Tuesday 7 to 10 Peter Collins Sunday 7 to 10 lads welcome along you did very well there thank you thanks for having us someone says is it wrong to say I got all those questions right no I'm impressed if you got all those questions right because well, poor, poor Peter and Louise are struggling with a few of them there in there fairness we didn't get to yeah, okay, see, go on, see if you them. get these listeners who sponsors the weather on Today FM oh it's a good question 
Does anyone in this room know that? Even though we play it all the time. I ha- I have a reason to know it. I so wrote, do I. I wrote the questions and I, when I was writing questions the other day, didn't know so I had to come into the studio and check. <laughs> <laughs> and play it off the computer. Yeah. I know because I keep commenting on the way the girl says the name of the company in the ad. Right. Um, a, yeah, what's your reason? I have worked with this brand. Zurich. I thought we were going to let the listeners play along. Yes. <laughs> oh, we were. Um, <laughs> it was just a very short quiz. Next question. If you needed a cup of coffee, a full Irish toast and a selection of jams, whose desk would you go to in Today <laughs> FM? I'll let you guys answer that one. I know it's 0874100102 and tell you you can win six... No, you can't win 650 euro. We've got a brand new yeah. look at Isn't that it? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good to guys, see you're all very organised. Okay. It is very Monday. Yeah. Brand new Asher, look at Isn't that it? Coming your way in a few minutes' time. The answer to the two questions was Zurich Zurich are sponsoring the Today FM weather and if you needed to go and get a full Irish and a selection of jams and a pot of coffee where would you go in Today FM which DJ's desk Dermot Whelan full breakfast station I've got the whole kit and caboodle on my desk he does. I could survive there I'm like a survivalist from the States you know those guys <laughs> loads of camo gear and <laughs> constant breakfast making materials my PC is P. That's what we're looking for. Joe is on the phone. How are you, Joe? Good morning, how are you? Not bad, how are things? All good, thank you. Good weekend? Not too bad at all, yeah. What were you at? Uh, I was over in Clifton, there's a festival on over there at the weekend. Great. Very nice. What kind of a festival? Uh, music and culture festival. Ah, one did, of those. Now, did you one experience those, uh, any culture, or did the culture all come in a pint glass? Quite, uh, lots of vitamin G. <laughs> well, come here, Joe, you're from Leash, right? Correct. So if you were over in Clifton at the weekend, you didn't go to the Leash County final, because I saw this incredible clip online this morning of a fella from one of the teams, forgive me, I don't know which team it is, but he was taking a free kick. He must have been the left cornerback. And he tried to play a ball across the goal to the right corner back. But this happened. Have a listen. To see who is gone. Dylan Kane. Yeah, so. That's a woeful ball over there. And the, the far, it's actually given a point away. Johnny Kelly has scored a, a, an OG of a point. I don't think I don't ever, think ever, 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 ever see that in a seen that in a more power. <laughs> no. <laughs> Poor Johnny. He's after scoring an OG point. Has that, has that ever happened in a guess game? it's an OP. I say that's a first. Yeah, it has to be an OP. It must have been a strong wind. I'll say that <laughs> we'll in Give him the benefit of the doubt, old Johnny Casey. Anyway, Joe, that was our weekend, laughing at him. Your weekend was in Clifton. Let's see if your brain cells are working. My PC is P. What do you think? I think it is. My paper cut is painful. My paper cut is painful. They're devils, aren't they? Is paper cut uh, one word or two words? I always thought it was today. It's two today. I always thought yeah. it was one, I have to say. My paper cut is painful. No, Joe. No, no. Sorry, Joe. No, no. All right, Thank have a good day. You. Bye. Bye-bye. It's, it's one word, technically, we're hearing. One yeah. word, guys, one word. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a scene. Is a great. Have you seen that movie? Um, Everything, everywhere. No, I haven't all seen it all at once. once I really want to see it. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great scene. That I won't go into too much detail. But it's kind. Of, it's a very weird film. It's brilliant, but brilliantly weird. Uh, but you can only jump into another dimension by giving yourself paper cuts between your fingers. Oh no! So the person's in danger, and they're there, like <laughs> trying to. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you, terrible. You cannot watch it without sitting on your hands. And do you know why they're so painful, paper cuts? 
Why? It's because when you slice that little bit of your hand or whatever, mm. like there are so many receptors and nerve endings in that little bit versus like if you did it on your leg or you did it on your arm or whatever. It's not half as painful as your hands. Your hands are so sensitive. It's their job is to be the most sensitive organ in your body. Yeah, we didn't ask for an extra Dave's world, thanks. <laughs> Brian's in Carrick and Shannon. Hey, Brian. Hi, how are you? What's the crack? How are you getting on? Good, good. Yourself? I'm good. It's not about it. On the postal run? I'm doing the post currently in Carrick, yeah. Not too bad. Do you have any smallies in national school? I don't. I have no smallies. No smallies? Well, no. I, then you probably don't care that the government... <laughs> are going to give free school books to kids in national school. How about that, lads? Which is, which is a, a clearly an effort to buy our vote. I'm bought on it. <laughs> I read my flaws to the government. We are so bribable. <laughs> what are they? Are they also open the children's allowance? I'm also bought on that. <laughs> Fair play to them anyway. That's a bit of good news we like to hear. But yeah. they'll, take, they'll take it from somewhere else. Don't oh, worry. Budget tomorrow, we'll all be talking yeah. about it and we'll see where it comes from. What are you yeah. hoping for in the budget, Brian? Is it is this something that... That preoccupies your mind. Are you just out whistling away like a postman? I'm just out whistling away like a postman. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, very happy, easy going. Mind yourself. You have a nice outlook to life. I do. I do yeah, really. Of course he does. He's got no kids. He's known to drag him down. <laughs> <laughs> and where did you inherit that from? Do you think? Did you grow up in that kind of environment, or is it something you I, had to work I, at? I had to work at it because I'm the youngest of eleven kids, so I had to really work at it. Because, uh, yeah, I don't have hand-me-downs. Yeah, I live in my family. That's and a big like, shout-out. Actually, a shout-out to my mother. She was 80 recently, and oh. my father was 85. So, big shout-out to them. Happy birthday to the Legends, still doing strong. Yeah. You didn't yeah, break them, it. obviously, the 11 of you. How many, no, of you did, no. many people did you share a bedroom with? Um, I always shared a bedroom with anyone. I, I was pushed from one room to the next all the time. Like, so I never really had my own bedroom, so... Yeah, it was good. Well, you'd want some okay. size of a bed and breakfast house if everyone's to have their own bedroom with 11 kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's classy. That's really old school. There were six in my family growing up. I was, I'm the youngest of six. I always thought that was fairly massive. But 11, that's sizable. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, my PC is P, 250 this quid. Is, this is probably a ridiculous guess as well, but my, my Pokemon card is Pikachu. <laughs> I wouldn't think it's ridiculous at all I am literally <laughs> currently going through my son's now discarded Pokemon card collection has decided he doesn't care about them anymore and I just I randomly googled one that I had in my mm-hmm. hand a shiny one whatever googled it $700 that card is worth yeah if it's you know, obviously in pristine condition this is a little bit of a, like a crease on one side so probably not 700 but like he's literally just going I don't want these anymore can I give them away I was like eh, not until I go through them and find out how many other $700 cards there are sitting in the thing that's so, crazy I know it is completely crazy wow my Pokemon Pokemon card is Pikachu, though. Is that the right answer? No. No. Okay. Sorry, Sorry Brian, Brian. But thank good, you for you. thank you for lifting our mood and our day with your lovely approach to life. Yeah. Have a great day, guys. You Bye. too, Brian. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 Sean and Leash doing a bit of maintenance. What manly things are you doing, Sean? Hi, lads. How are you? Good. <laughs> it's it's someone from Leash. We get to play oh, this again. Sean, did you hear the time? <laughs> the, the guy scored an own point. Have a listen to this. That's a woeful ball over there. And the, the fire is actually giving a point away. <laughs> Johnny Kelly has scored a, a, an OG of a point. I don't think oh, you'll ever, 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 ever see that in a more power. Never in a more power. Johnny's wedding's not in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come here, you don't know him any chance, do you? The poor no, fella. Thank no, God. no. Uh, Sean, tell us what's my PC is P. 
my my personal computer is poor. My personal computer is poor. That is the wrong answer. Oh, sorry, oh, Sean and we Nish. Never, we never found out what maintenance you're oh, doing. Oh yeah, what, what are you doing? I uh, work for a healthcare company, so a bit is better. Right. <laughs> is that the slogan on the side of the van? <laughs> Healthcare. <laughs> it's a bit of that. It's a fierce cold morning out, lads. You know that? Is it cold this morning? Yes. It's oh. fierce cold out this morning. It's the pr- first proper cold morning. There was a biting wind, a biting wind on the way to the Absolutely. train today. Well, this I'm is... driving all over the country. Oh, I know. <laughs> don't think for a second, Sean, I don't know where you're going with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're reversing carefully down the, the alley of lap blankets, and don't you be doing that. <laughs> That's not how it Can works. I open the back door? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't look. I mean, it's very difficult to predict. Well, the bullet! Oh, oh, come on! Come on! Lap blanket on the way to you Ridiculous. for a bit of that. And really, we should be sending the blanket out to Johnny Kelly this morning. Poor <laughs> <laughs> fellow. Come here, Sean. Fair play to you. Talk soon. Thanks, William. Bye, bye, In bye, fact, bye, if bye. Johnny Kelly is listening, and if anybody knows him, will you tell him to get in touch with Dermot and Dave? 87 102 and uh, we'll we'll give him a lap blanket because if anyone needs a warm cuddle, <laughs> it's him this morning after scoring that OP and it flying around on social media. Brian Carrick uh, was on to us. He's the postman. So someone says Brian is my postman, and he's genuinely the happiest post he goes, singing and smiling always. Says the text, <laughs> and then someone else says, "I got a paper cut on my eye." from a brown paper bag with jagged edges. Most painful thing ever. The question is, what was in the paper bag that you were holding it up to your <laughs> eyes? You can let us know. No, it's Maybe they were hyperventilating. <laughs> they and then it would be afterwards. When they got <laughs> paper cut on their eyeball. No, 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 no. Slow down there now. That's twice you're doing that to me. Stop, 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 stop. Stop it, computer. I tell you, when computers go haywire... Um, I've been amusing Dave by sending him <laughs> updates on WhatsApp about uh, the things that go wrong for my electronics, in particular yeah. Instagram. Um, I, I've always had something wrong with me that when I go near electrics, they do very strange things. And they're never things that you, oh, I'll just Google that and see what the issue is. They don't happen to other people. No, and, and even Dave, he goes, you probably just did this wrong or that. <laughs> and then he looks at it and goes, I have never seen no. that before. Even, even, forget me, even our tech team in here, he's handed them devices and they've gone, Dermot, you... Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Paul, you look at this. What, what? Is that, I don't, and then they go off into a big conference yeah, room and they have a huddle about what Dermot's new technology is doing. So We don't but, even call tech people anymore. We just call a priest. So, <laughs> tell everyone what happened to you because... You were. <laughs> he was posting up Instagram reels. Yeah. Except when he put music on them, they went. Yeah, the music was instantly once I hit publish. Everything seemed fine until I just hit publish. And then it was, uh, yeah, the music was replaced by a loud hiss, which would then mostly drown out. <laughs> Um, it sounded like they're talking. He was making a video in the most driving rainstorm that ever <laughs> yeah. there was. But then, he, when he was very proud of himself, he went, "It's so weird. It was just on my phone, but it's fine on everyone else's Instagram." And then, two seconds later, all of our teams own our Instagram. They all went. <laughs> <laughs> everyone had. This. Yeah. So anyway, tell them what you sent me. Tell everyone what you sent me on the weekend because you sent me a screen grab of yeah. your new in, new, new, in, new Instagram. Instagram because I, there was nothing else to do except uninstall the Instagram that I had because it just was so glitchy. Which is difficult because then you have the uh, you have the issue with trying to log back into Instagram, which always takes more effort than you ever think it's going to. Oh, like the layers of security. I I, I, I pretty much could hack the CIA now, I think. <laughs> I've managed to get 
into my own Instagram account is way more complicated than anything they have. But yeah, so I delete, I uninstalled Instagram and then reinstalled it. Yeah. And then I sent you the picture of uh, the Instagram that I got. It's the latest version, in inverted commas. Uh, but it's the version before Reels ever existed. <laughs> like, f- from years ago. Yeah. Except um, this was the latest version. It was when, when the plus button only did a post. Yeah. That's all it that's did. All. That, but this was what my phone decided I should have, or Instagram oh. decided. So Dave just sent back a million crying laughing faces and lol. I couldn't and believe it. <laughs> anyway, I rebooted the phone. Then it all seemed to come back. Excellent. For news. now. Ireland's greatest accent. Right, that might be Ireland's greatest hike. What is Ireland's greatest accent? This is what the Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show is asking this week. Of all the counties in Ireland, which county has the best accent? I love this. Because you can't vote for your own county. <laughs> That's the question Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show is asking all this week as Ian tries to find Ireland's greatest accent. Um, you just tune in each weekday morning between 6 and 9 when the Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show uh, will be asking for your opinion. If you had to pick one in here. I was going to say, put you on the spot now. What's your favourite accent? Obviously you can't say Limerick. Donegal. I love Donegal. a Donegal accent. Sean, you're from Clare. What's your favourite accent not from Clare? Donegal. Call you're from Tipperary. He's called making faces. Tipperary. No, you can't vote for your own county. Your own county. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's too loyal. I or, love. Or can I? Because he said Donegal. I love a Cork accent. Do you? I yeah. love a proper, full-on, almost incomprehensible rural Kerry accent. Yeah. I remember sitting down around a fire one day with a fella, and he was like, "I don't know what you're going. I don't know what you're going And myself and my missus were going, going, "I don't know what he's saying, but I love it. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing." <laughs> uh, what's your opinion, though? You can let Ian know. Make sure you tune in tomorrow from six a.m. Ian Dempsey on your radios every morning. Dermot and Dave. The story. Today FM. Now we believe everyone has a story in them, and we've no doubt that our next guest has a few. He's famous for his role as Father Damo and Father Ted, and of course for stomping across comedy stages all over the world for the last couple of decades. His name is Joe Rooney, and Joe, where in the world are you? I'm in DCU. I'm a student now. What are you yeah. studying? Multimedia. But Joe, you are the media. You're studying yourself. Not only that, you are multimedia because you do so many different things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm uh, trying to learn about new technology. You could, Joe, you you could write your dissertation on Joe Rooney, a man of the ages across many (laughs) multimedias. And then it would be pretty easy to get access to the subject. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. And do you ever go to the student bar? Uh, you know, I've been there, but uh, I don't hang out in the student bar. There are people here that are younger than my own children. So I don't, don't think I should be hanging out in the student bar. You know? uh, presumably, you're, you're not in a course of mature students, you're in a course with also. 19, no, 20 year olds. They are all, yeah, they're all a mixture, yeah. yeah. And to be honest, there are other mature students, but I'm so old, I can't tell the difference between the mature students <laughs> and the <laughs> novel students. So, has anyone twigged your father Ted connection? Ah, yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the students will be saying, uh, my granddad loves you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, yeah. Joe, apart from your studies, which we're very impressed with, you've got something really interesting happening with Loud. Oh, yeah, the Loud Culture Quest is an app that's futuristic kind of a treasure hunt uh, around heritage sites uh, in Loud. Right. And uh, it's an app, and I'm in the app. <laughs> you sure you're studying multimedia, Joe? <laughs> you're in the app. Oh, Thank he's in That's the computer. <laughs> I'm in the computer. I am from 2050. My name is Lou, and I have come back to save art because in 2050, art is gone. So in this world, global warming has uh, affected Laos very badly. Carhead is gone. And Herman Feckin Jeepers. is underwater. This is terrifying. <laughs> So, so people go on, they listen to your character, Lug, and then they get sent off to find various treasures around the county, which are pieces of basically new artwork that have been created, especially for the quest. Yeah, and all the artwork, you're on an app and you have to try and find these pieces of art, but every artwork is beside a heritage site as well. And so the um, idea is with the app, then you go and you go, do you tick things off like you would do on a treasure hunt and then eventually uh, you will complete it all? Yeah, but what happens is you get uh, the, there's a, uh, a, co- a, a code that you scan uh, on the piece of art, or if you're near it, if you're right there in the vicinity, the uh, kind of satellite thing will tell you you're there. You're anyway. there, and, right? And that opens up the next one then to find. Okay, yeah. that's a brilliant idea. To, yeah, and then, then it's divided into four parts. You can just do draw it on its own. You can do Dundalk on its own. And then there's loud east and west. Brilliant. Well, look, Joe, we're excited to try it out. It sounds like a brilliant thing just to throw the kids into the car and head off on a bit of an adventure. Um, a little note, maybe yeah. for your multimedia exam at the end of term. Satellite thing is actually GPS. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you're not in the computer yourself. You don't have to get in. Yeah. yeah. You are not an app. (laughs) Well, Joe, that's very interesting with your multimedia head on you and the big uh, loud app. But answer this question. What's the story? Well, (laughs) when the the pandemic was coming towards an end, I thought, I want to travel. And I saw this thing called Trusted House Sitters, where you, you sign up and then you go in someone's house and you mind their pets. And you can do it all over the world. Right. And I thought... What a way to live that would be. (laughs) (laughs) So I went on, I signed up, and then someone, uh, a couple of people contacted me. One of them, a fella in Portugal, he had a house in the middle of nowhere, and he had a dog and two cats. He was going away for five days, and he asked me, would I be interested? I said, yes, I'll try it. I'll see how this goes. So uh, I uh, booked flights, rented a car, drove three hours into the middle of nowhere to this little house this English fella owned and uh, he said like I'm going away for five days uh, there's my dog uh, Richard I think his name was <laughs> and uh, his cats I can't remember I think it was Brenda and Michelle or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy already <laughs> uh, you know there's the food walk the dog a half an hour day. Uh, oh uh, you know, we're in the middle of the countryside, so when I go outside, I leave the key on the outside of the front door because when the door closes, it locks, you know, so I just leave it on the outside all day. And But if that does happen, there's a key under the uh, flower pot. So he headed off. It was all grey. I, I got to know the dog and the cat. And uh, then I went to the shops, got a bit of food, came back. I'm very tired then after the three-hour drive. So I thought, I'll go to bed. It's getting dark. I was everything ready to go to bed. And I went, ah, oh, feck, I left the phone charger in the car. And I went out to get phone charger. And then it was like 
click. <gasps> the door closed behind me. I went, oh, Jesus, that's the door that fucking locks when it closes. Oh, but he left, oh, the keys under the under the flower pot. Found the key, brilliant. Went to open it. What the hell? I, I, I put the my other key in, in the lock on the inside. Oh, no. I was locked outside on the first... I was in the middle of Portugal, in the middle of nowhere, locked outside. I was a trusted house sitter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I tried... Um, you know where you see on television a credit card opens a lock? Yeah, yeah. doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I called the dog over, and I thought, if the dog could jump up and put his paw on the door handle <laughs> and open it from the inside. And he did come to the door, but he didn't understand the bit where you have to jump up. He probably just, just spoke Portuguese, Joe. That was the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I was like, what am I going to do? I, I realized I had to break a window. I oh. had to... I, what, I couldn't leave them in, the pets in there starving, could I? No, no you couldn't. No. You had to make, take emergency <laughs> action. I needed you to say that. But um, it's really hard to break a window as well, by the way. I, I feel sorry for burglars now. I really do. <laughs> and, uh, but eventually I got, I, I, I got so angry, I just threw a rock and it broke the window. And a, a little hole now, not the whole window. And I got my arm in, I opened it. And uh, I got in, but then I was stressed out. I was going, what have I done, you know? Like, and then, so I rang my, well, it wasn't my girlfriend then, but she is now, who's Spanish. And I uh, thought, Spanish, Portuguese, similar. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, she said, hi, I'll send you a WhatsApp of a note that you can go into town and it says, I'm on holidays, I've broken a window. Do you know where the nearest glazier is? Okay. And, uh, <laughs> so I was going into shops and people were just looking at me. Like, and then eventually I found a fellow who got excited when he saw that note and through Google Translate told me where there was a glazier and I drove out in the middle of the countryside and I'm driving for ages going, ah, feck, this is ridiculous. Then I found a fellow and he followed me to the house. He measured it. He said, yeah, I can fix this. But it, it won't be able to fix it until, you know, after the guy come back. So I text the guy and go, sorry I've broken your window, but I've organised a glazier. <laughs> so he he, uh, he was arriving now and then he asked Gray. And then before that, he told me to use the washing machine on the green cycle, you know, the kind of... Eco uh, mode. Eco mode, right. So I got all the, the duvet cover, put them in there. They were all white and I had a white pair of underpants. I thought, I'll throw that in as well. Eco mode goes on for seven hours. <laughs> like it, it's a very slow wash. So he arrived. He was very happy about the, that I'd sorted out someone to fix the glass. He was okay about it. But in the back of my mind, I'm going, I have to leave now. And my underpants are in his washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really like, that's, you know, everything went well except uh, he did text me the next day and said my underpants. Were <laughs> <laughs> Dear and Joe, please don't come back. Never come back. And I'm keeping your underpants. <laughs> uh, Joe, that is brilliant. Thank you for doing What's the Story, Joe Rooney. All right, all right. Thanks. See you later. <laughs> bye. 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 Come on, Joe. Uh, don't forget to go to Anton.ie. That's A-N-T-A-I-N. Anton.ie to find out more information on that Louth culture quest that Joe was talking about, which sounds really cool. Thank you, Joe Rooney. The story. Today, me and Dempsey Breakfast Show right through until Matt Cooper, the last word. We're giving the chance to win a month's worth of shopping at Lidl to the value of 400 euro every day. But listen to this. At the end of the week, one of you is going to win 10 
thousand euros worth of shopping. Now that's going full needle. Uh, listen all day for your chance to go full needle on today FM. Uh, right, is, have I got Derma with me there? Are we still shopping with the sneeze on me head fella? No. Okay. Oh, Liam Cunningham. Oh, Liam is here. You're probably know me from Game of Thrones. I do know you from yeah. Game of Thrones. No, the dragons, are they? Yeah. They're, they're not real. What? They're made of computers. See, this not a lot the, of people know that. This is the insight you'll get, ladies and gentlemen, when you come shopping and go full <laughs> Lidl with Dermot and Dave and um, Liam Cunningham. Liam, we need to get lots of stuff today. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I've got a big uh, big day in Westeros. I've got to get down there. So I've got to bring a few bits and bobs. Right. I'm dropping up the Winterfell. And um, they're always looking for oat milk up there. In Winterfell? Didn't really, I thought the lads would be made of hardier <laughs> stuff. Um, no, they, they're, they're lactose intolerant. <laughs> but they like their mince and tatties, don't they? Like mince and potatoes as well, so we better get them too. Yeah, oat milk, mince, uh, baby potatoes. Baby potatoes they like in the, on the wall. The dragons like them. Oh, the dragons like yeah, the dragons baby potatoes. dragons like the baby potatoes. They're very small for the dragons. They, they didn't even notice them going down. Well, they roast them with their flames. With their computer flames. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, obviously, if you're going to to the, the wall, you'll need to bring toilet paper for the lads. Because it, it gets rough up there with all the mints they eat. That's right, John Snow here. Yeah. John! All right, John. John was in Game of Thrones as well, Liam. Just so you know. I know, yeah. He's not made of computers, he's real. He's real, I can see that, yeah. Something out there, lads. Did you get me toilet paper? Yeah, I got your toilet paper, yeah, yeah. What did you say you needed as well? You needed... Yeah. John Snow, you wanted kids... <laughs> You wanted... I'm not, I'm John Snow, I'm not Kevin Kilban. <laughs> He's Kevin Kilban with a creased up face. Something out there, something over the wall. It's Kevin Kilban's ice cream van. <laughs> um, you wanted, John, you wanted snowsuits for the kids who were up on the wall. From the middle aisle of Lidl. That's right. They're becoming men of the night's watch. I'm so, glad to hear so it. They need, they snow need suits. snowsuits from the middle aisle in Lidl. Um, and then what was the last thing yeah, that Liam Liam you said you need something for the dragons because their breath smells that's what I need toothpaste toothpaste for the dragons toothpaste for the dragons okay What's so right? let me get this straight let me I'll get this you. straight let me get this straight bags not brush their teeth <laughs> <laughs> oat milk mince baby potatoes kids snow suits for John Snow's bastard kids <laughs> and toothpaste for the dragons oat milk mince baby potatoes Snow suits and toothpaste. I forgot something. What? I forgot something. I didn't forget anything. Liam, did we forget anything? No. 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 John Snow, you're wrong. We definitely... Well, maybe no, you forgot. If, if we did forget something. Something missing off the list. Here's what's happening all this week, all across the day on Today FM. We're going full needle. So from Ian Dempsey in the morning, right through to Matt Cooper, the last word in the afternoons. We'll give you the chance to win a month's worth of shopping at Lidl to the value of 400 euro. You can win that every day. But at the end of the week, someone's going to win. Listen to this. 10,000 euros worth of shopping at Lidl. Now that's going full Lidl. That's a hello to Kate from Roscommon. Hello, Kate. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Do you want to come shopping with me and a few members of Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> All right, Kate. I said, Kate, hello. Yeah. Hello, I'm your man. I forgot my own name. Kate, it's Liam Cunningham. Liam Cunningham. <laughs> Say hello, Kate. Good morning. Hi, Liam. Alright, you probably know me from Game of Thrones. You know the dragons? They're not real. They're made of computers. They're not real. No. There you go, Kate. That's news for you. Listen. Well, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. milk. Oh, sorry, you're getting straight in. Mints, yeah, yeah. baby potatoes. Toilet. What? <laughs> Kids' snowsuits. <laughs> <laughs> from the middle aisle. The two faces of the dragon. 
Okay, we're missing something on the list, apparently. John Snow yeah, is not happy with us. something off the list. But John, I thought you were going back up north. No. No, he's still here. Come down. Okay. Winter is coming. <laughs> it is, you're right. <laughs> winter Kate, is coming. Winter is coming. What are we missing off our shopping list? Toilet roll. Toilet roll! Yay! Oh. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Something to wipe our behinds up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, the great news is you've just won 400 euros worth of shopping in Lidl. How about that? Right. <laughs> and, and, and come the end of the week, it might well be you that oh gets God. upgraded to listen to this. €10,000 worth of shopping. Wow. Wow, indeed. Wow, wow. Let's uh, go for little. Go for little is right, yes. And before you go, say goodbye <laughs> to Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Goodbye, John. All right, remember, winter is coming. Well, that, there's no excuse to leave the immersion on all day long. <laughs> and say goodbye to Liam Cunningham. Goodbye, Liam. Good boy, Kate. Remember, they're not real. They are. The not dragons. real. Made a computer, Kate. Have a good day. See you later. Thanks so much. Thank bye. you. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Uh, right, thanks again to our friends at Lidl. Your chance to win €10,000 worth of shopping will come before the end of the week. Stay tuned all day across the day FM for your next chance to win. Do you want to hear, Liam Cunningham, the new Lewis Capaldi song? Well, I love a bit of Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, you're not the only He's one. He's from up north. Do the dragons like Lewis? The dragons? Yeah. I absolutely love them They're booked out the front row The tree arena But they're not real They're making computers Servers are just coming in Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber That is I Don't Care It's Dermot and Dave On Today FM Dermot Well you're not allowed To say that about these You have to be here Dave's world Dave's world If we don't let him do it He gets ratty Bad jokes edition you're here and you're, here. You're, you're in it and Cahill contractually obliged Cahill is here yeah Sean literally just ran out of the studio you know what happens it's like Cahill <laughs> literally has it in his contract you have to stay and laugh at those bad oh, jokes I have a feeling they're going to be good today okay yeah. you like the first one right okay Paul says I love this time of year what a lovely crisp morning had a packet of tater for breakfast and ate a tube of Pringles on the train <laughs> <laughs> Maya's nine and she says how did the panda get to hospital in the bamboolance Bamboo. Bamboo lance. Very good. Bamboo lance. Barry says, sad that he's retired and all, but 50% of Roger Federer's name is Er. <laughs> what? Roger Federer. 50% of his name is Er. <laughs> he's not into it. No. Chalky Walky Dave says, uh, given the problem you were describing yesterday, Dave. I told my wife that I thought all of our smart devices were spying on us. She said, oh, don't be daft. I laughed. She laughed. Siri laughed. Alexa laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Brian says one for Dermot. Tried some of those new Star Wars Harry Bows. To be honest, a bit chewy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dead. I know I like jellies, but I'm even... Jellies on Star Wars. That's a stretch. It was a stretch jelly Oh I didn't get that one Nope <laughs> Steve says my mate just phoned me To tell me he's changed his name By Deepole to Spinal Column I just said uh, Can I call you back? <laughs> <laughs> PJ says my wife accused me of being immature I told her she was a smelly poo head And get out of my blanket fort <laughs> So there <laughs> Mickey says just bought a boomerang from a ghost. That's going to come back to haunt me. (laughs) (laughs) Fran says, ah, nostalgia. It's not what it used to be. (laughs) 
<laughs> Murphogram says I was in a pub Went up Sat at the bar Ordered a pint And then heard Hey you Hey you Nice shirt The colour suits you. Your hair is gorgeous Hey you're looking really well I said like, what's going on It is It was the complimentary peanuts <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> That's a convincing peanut voice. I've been working on. Louise says, "I missed the World Hairdressing Championships on TV last night." Does anyone know if they're showing the highlights? (laughs) (laughs) Irene says, "A naked man broke into my local church. Guardy chased him around and caught him by the organ." Carmel says Before we get to Movember Before we get there If anyone wants to sponsor me I'm going to spend the next month Eating triangular Swiss chocolate I'm doing Octoblerone (laughs) (laughs) Octoblerone Oh god And finally And finally And finally And finally today Who sent this in This was Tony And Tony says Man John Lennon was shite at Cluedo Greta East accent, if you take a look there, yeah. Oh, Greta East, yes, the typo on the computer says Greta East accent. Is that, does that mean it's slightly weighted towards the accents on the East then, Ian, subconsciously? Uh, maybe, maybe there's a subliminal message going yeah. on there, I do not know. Anyway, Are you any good at doing accents yourself? No, I'm crap at that, <laughs> with you. And I don't think I've got an accent. Maybe I do, I don't, you know, like... I, Ian, I think I need to get more of an identity going there. No, I think I'm you from and the I outside of Dublin, yeah. right? You know what I mean, like. But no, you, you know and I, mean? I think Ian, this this competition is a sham. Yeah, it's, it's a absolute right. sham because you and I know yeah. that you and I both have the best accents in the world, well, which is that's what we think, which right. is North County Dublin. Yes, and it's not an accent. This is how it's this, supposed this to sound, and everyone else like him. And the others... But he's gone all Holt now. He used to be Limerick. Well, <laughs> only about two miles from you. I know, but there is a difference between Holt and Sutton. I think. <laughs> We're a little bit higher up the hill. We look That's down on you. More oxygen goes into <laughs> yeah. the brain. But, uh, yeah, but I suppose the, the thing about this is that the quest is on to find the public's choice. Exactly. Even yeah. though you and I both know that our accents are the best, but the public's choice for the greatest accent in the country. Yeah. That's right, and I mean we've had, we've had uh, at the moment um, counties polling well would be Cork. I like Cork. Cork's a good accent. Is that yeah. just a lot of Cork people voting for well, themselves? It, it might be, but it's going to be whittled into a short list, and then next week the real fight begins because we're going to have two counties each day, Monday to Thursday, and they are going to be kind of battling it out. They're like the, so we'll the, the semi-finals yeah, or so the quarterfinals. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, it's a bit like the Champions League, really. Yeah. Identical, yeah, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. Identical. Yeah. <laughs> so you're probably playing the wrong music there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Our Britain's got accents. Yeah. Britain's yeah, got exactly. accents. Yeah. 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 Uh, and a- accent factor. Mm. What's that? <laughs> oh, wow. Ian, if you want the Champions League music, he you get the Champions is League music. Fast, he is fast. I could learn a lot from you. How's Believe the, me, I could learn a lot from you. How's the Limerick accent doing? The Limerick accent. Let me see if the Limerick is a Cork, Dublin, Wexford, Kerry, Donegal, Cavan, Loud, Monaghan, Waterford, 
And Claire. Not even Claire. Not even not the races. Not, this is only at the moment. There's still time. Today is only Wednesday. So we've got to tomorrow and uh, Friday as well. Would you like so, me to teach you to do a Limerick accent? Yeah, I would. I'd love okay. you to teach well, me to do something. Limerick accent is a bit... <laughs> <laughs> Limerick accent is a bit unfair because there's lots of different accents in Limerick. If you yeah. come from Newcastle West, you sound yeah. very different right. than if you live in Tomangate in the city. Yeah. But say like the classic rubber bandits, right. Limerick okay. City oh, yeah, accent. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to do it, and you can try this wherever you are, yeah. it's easier if you, if you twist your mouth to the side, well, like you're talking out the will, side of your I mouth. Will, will you do sort of thing? Exactly, yeah, there right. you go. Okay. And then imagine that everything coming out is sharp. Everything coming out is a little bit sharper sharp. than normal. <laughs> like if you're throwing out, like your your consonants come right, out like, right. like ninja stars right. out of the little, side of your ninja, mouth. Little, like, could I have a rhubarb tart? Well, that's very <laughs> <what I'm> good. <laughs> say, say something like, hey, that tart is rapid. Hey, that tart is rapid. That is impressive. <laughs> First of all, we learned two things. One, Ian Dempsey's actually good at accents. And two, Dermot should be a linguistic teacher. Exactly. This is incredible. I'll work on movie sets. Yeah, definitely. To help, help I should come in here more often. So, I mean, you could teach me how to work the, the equipment. <laughs> and you could teach me accents. Uh, don't worry. I, I crash the equipment quite a bit. So, like, let's not do that. I, I heard um, you and Mario chatting about accents. It's yes. very handy that in studio with you constantly, you have possibly the man who's the best at accents in Ireland. Yes, and he also has a real grow for it, a real love mm. for the whole thing. And I mean, and he's he's into the history of it. I love the, the idea that he was talking about the the Cork's accent going over to places like Barbados, and it's real thing. There are people mm. over there who don't look like they come originally from Cork in any way at <laughs> yeah. all, but they have this Cork accent, and it's just is that Cork? Is that good? Is that Cork? Oh, that was yeah, that yeah, was yeah, exceptional. That, I was, was transported. Was I thought <laughs> I, I felt like I was on the banks of the Lee. It was phenomenal. Although. Ian, there's one thing about this is that I feel sorry yeah. for the accents that are going to be immediately left in the dirt. Like they're just they're ones that are like aren't ever yeah. going to feature in the Champions League quarterfinals. Are like, you just thinking of loud? See, that's like there are the preconceptions about loud. That's a very interesting accent. I, I'd feel more sorry for like we had a few people from places like Sligo saying. We don't have an accent at all. They don't think they have an accent. Yeah. And then you hear the lads from Westlife Trump. talking, you're like, you do yeah, have an you accent. Do. Oh, yes, yeah. you do. You very much do have an accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it is, but I just think those accents are not going to get, you know, they're, they're the, the young boys, if I can use a Champions League reference, the young boys of Burn. Yeah. Of the accent game, oh, whereas they're lost they're, now. they're they're included in the draw, and they yeah. pull they, they get never going to go anywhere. They're never <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't. I don't actually. You'd never generally go. Oh, that's a Sligo accent, mm. or Leitrim, or Ross Common. They're, like, they're sick of those accents lumped yeah. in together. It must yeah. be very annoying. The West. Yeah. The West. Yeah. The West. Uh, yeah. What about the Northern accents? Northern. Yeah, like Derry. Like, like I mean Derry. Derry. Derry uh, I, I, I presume it's open to the entire island of Ireland. That's <laughs> your competition, so <laughs> you make up the rules. <laughs> well, well, there's a man outside who can actually explain the full uh, rules no, and regulations. Charlie is great, no. We want this going for me and Debsy is what we want. But look, how do people get involved then? So when's it, your, your votes, you people have been voting all show. week. See, the reason we, you can't vote right now yeah. is because Dermot and Dave have taken the phone line <laughs> from us. <laughs> We've literally so, got the one phone yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. rotary phone yeah, yeah. that uh, we brought in from so, my mother's house. Between, 
<laughs> between <laughs> six and nine, you can vote uh, at oh eight seven four one hundred one zero two. And then next uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we'll be pitting two different accents mm. against each other in a, quite an innovative way. Actually. Oh, that's interesting. So that'll all be revealed on Monday. Are you supposed to be voting for your own accent? Like how do you if you're at the from, moment at the moment you can but yeah. then we will have uh, rules and regulations oh. all will be explained <laughs> here's some of the reaction as, as, uh, uh, on 087 <laughs> 4100 Ian has a posh Ballymon accent Whoa, it's a good one Dave you're common-ish Dermot yours is bits of lots of places that person sounds like they might actually know things about accents yeah, yeah. and it's funny I know we, something about my background yeah. you know, possibly yeah, so yeah. when we were playing back the bits old bits of our show from like 15 years ago yeah. and such for our 20th anniversary oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your accent has changed a lot we noticed you were very much more north side when you started off you're more like ah, you were <laughs> <laughs> well if you name it go back to the demon there's no bother any time you want you've slowly become posher over the last 15 years <laughs> oh I think I'm obviously uh, been <laughs> leaving behind my roots and uh, <laughs> another 20 you'll be Stephen Fry <laughs> whatever about the Dublin accent Ian and Dave at least we can understand you I don't like the inner city Dublin accent well lucky I lucky I changed then you see uh, yeah draw does the worst accent ever mouths bows style bows and pints of help says a text with loads <laughs> Lorraine loves the Belfast accent. Uh, RD and Loud is the greatest accent ever. LD. LD. Yes, yeah, Belfast yeah. is tight, isn't it? It's like it's Belfast. Eh? It's like it has a belt on and it's all hey, tightened up to the top. Belfast top one. Was it? Do tell me. Teach, teach me how to do Belfast one. Well. I don't know. <laughs> I would say Belfast people are listening going, that's not our accent. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something else. The TH is important. The TH. So accent would be soft accent. at the end. Yeah. You know, and then keep saying situation. Hunch your shoulders. Okay. Hunch your shoulders. Uh, everything sounds mildly aggressive. Oh, do you want sugar in that tea? <laughs> if you don't yeah. have it. Actually, you know what we'll do, right? Let's play a song. Yes. By one, by well, five girls, but one of the girls has, I think, one of the greatest Irish accents ever because she did utter those famous words on Pop Stars, whatever yeah. it was, the Irish Pop Stars, where she went. Did they say it was 15 or did they say it was 16? <laughs> uh, the amazing <laughs> Girls Aloud. So let's have a listen to that. Ian, we will tune in with Glee all week long. Can't hey, wait just, for next week for the just, Champions League. Just to uh, cheer everybody up, I'm going to be uh, down on Henry Street at about half ten this morning Are you? with what? Peter Cooney and we're going to be uh, filming people and trying to get them to do their accents. Oh, so please. if anybody's around Henry Street... Pop down. Okay, no. Ian Dempsey well, on Henry Street. <laughs> in an hour. an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, Ian Dempsey. Know. Is this the best accent in the world ever? Because, Amanda, yesterday I was getting an interview done and I give the wrong date of birth. I, I, give, a date of birth. Some, I give a wrong date of birth anyway. So I'm just looking for my passport. I don't know, I was sitting and I says 15th of the second. I thought it was 87, but she says it says 85. <laughs> the Dean, amazing from Girls Aloud. That's getting some votes on 87 The Dublin accent is splitting people. Like Dublin, people from Dublin, like Jared, want to know what Dublin accent are we voting for? I'm from Crumlin. My friend is from Fox Rock. People react as if we're different species. That's a good point. Ian needs to I drill don't it think down. Anyone would vote for that one. <laughs> there was a guy walking with his wife this morning. Uh, when I was on the way to the Dorsh. Yeah. And he was just like, they were out power walking. You know that way they've got all the gear on. They obviously ordered from Sports Direct online and then now they're walking. And it was something really bright and luminous and he had a woolly hat. He was about six foot four um, and he was probably like about, I don't know, 58. And he just kept talking to his wife like that. And I was thinking, how the hell is she staying married to him? Because he just... 
had no other volume except for this one and he probably walked 10k with her and the bloody dog and after a while she goes yeah that's great I'm just going to have a shower and she probably just cried for the rest of the day <laughs> waited for the door to click shut so he's going to work so she can get out with living her real life guys forget it it's happened it's all here here boom up on the desk there they are oh. listen you can hear listen Sweet listen thing. listen it's the shoes that say I've given up on life no. <laughs> So the other day we were talking on the show about Crocs. Colin Minogue wants to get a pair of Crocs. I was an enabler. I helped him get Crocs. We ordered Crocs from Crocs.eu. However, Shoeshop.ie heard us saying, heard me saying, Dave saying, I love Crocs. And they just sent me a pair of camo Crocs. They're urban camo. Like urban camo. That's what it's called. <laughs> right, so you can, I don't know, fight in the Middle East. No, you blend in with the surroundings. But like, it's be really be about fighting. It would just be really comfortable. Yeah. So now I have a pair of Urban Camo Crocs on and I'm very happy and everyone in here is disgusted. Yeah, and Carl's not even here today to experience the joy. With the pulled up white sports socks. It's just a, it's a joy to behold everybody. <laughs> right. My PC is P. Is the new... Ah, sure, look at that. Let's say new because it's day three because it's 350 euro. Goes up by 50 euro every day. It's not one. And Tracy Kearns is in Wexford. How are you, Tracy? How's it going, lads? How are you? Good. Where's and I'm trying to place your accent now. Is that a Wexford accent? Yeah, it is. Because we were talking this morning to Ian Dempsey, who's doing the search for the greatest accents in Ireland, and somebody said a full Wexford town accent is the best accent in Ireland. Do you agree? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Carlow border, so I'm probably more Carlow than Wexford. Oh, town. I see, I see. And can you can you do a Wexford town accent? Hiya, hon. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see why it's getting the votes. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, we think you have a lovely accent, Tracy. Uh, we wonder, do you have the right answer, though? What is my PC is P? Um, is it my pin code is private? It's accurate as long as you're not sitting with Keith Barry, who I've seen hack Dermot's pin code about three um, times over the years. I just don't even. I just walk up to him and just say it to him now. <laughs> just easier. Saves us both time. <laughs> My pin code is private, Tracy, is wrong, I'm afraid. No bother, lads. Thanks. All right, have a good day. You too. Bye, bye. bye. And we got Ferg who's in Sligo. Hello, Ferg. That's oh, the crack, lads. It's a crack with you with that Sligo <laughs> accent, don't you? I don't have to put on Sligo accent. Some people say I have a Sligo accent. Some people say I don't. You absolutely do, just so you know. Mm. <laughs> like, do Do the strongest Sligo accent you can. Right, so Sligo people as well. Sometimes they put if they're talking in the past tense. Oh, right, that's interesting. To put it, to put an ing before the ed. So, Go on, so. a hair man, I would have loved that. Do you hear me? And that's the truth, man. I swear to God. <laughs> I absolutely love it, for I would have loved that. I would have loved that, or I would have worked last night. You told me, you know what I mean? Sligo. Um, all I right, hope, I hope my wife is listening listen on the all radio. Right, she got a strong one. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, no she, she doesn't. She's don't. She just kidding for doing it. <laughs> uh, Ferg, my PC is P three hundred and fifty euro. Whatever accent you have, we'll accept the right answer. Uh, are me pine cones prickly? No, <laughs> <laughs> me pine cones would have been prickly. No, my pine cone is prickly is not right. 
Oh, All right. That's the truth, lads. Fair play to you, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's truth yourself, Mark. Come here, thanks for being on We would have given you the money, but you didn't get it right. I would have loved 350 euros. I'd have to go back to work tomorrow, you know what I mean? All right, Ferg. See you later. Good luck. Bye. Bye. bye, bye. Uh, we're going to Dermot's neck of the woods now. John Ryan's in Limerick. How are you, John Ryan? How's it going? Good, John Ryan is a good, solid Limerick name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's thousands of us. Thousands of us. <laughs> I know. Me and my friend used to look up when back in the days of the phone book, uh, just to amuse ourselves. We used to just look up and count the John Ryan's. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a problem one time watching to extra vision and I forgot my card. So I'm watching it, John Ryan. Nope. Mm. As I got in, hundreds, I got no, hundreds of too many. System, so. <laughs> Which John Ryan are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, John Ryan, hopefully you're the John Ryan who got 350 euro off Dermot and Dave for answering my PCP. My PC is P even. What do you think it is? My parrot's cage is covered. My parrot's cage is covered. Have you a parrot? No, but if I had one, I would teach him dirty language and he'd have to have his cage covered to shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely have a Limerick accent if he was in your house. Oh, Limerick or Tipperary, yeah. Oh, Tipperary, my, right. my, I'm clo- my home place is close to Tipperary, so there's a bit of an infection there. But... Oh, are you out near yeah. Maru or someplace? Caffamore, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be close, be close for comfort, but uh, <laughs> we, get the wall, we get the wall up someday. We'll be there. <laughs> You're still green and white, that's the main oh, thing. Uh, John Ryan. No. <clears throat> Sorry what about did that. my parents say? Your parrot said rude words, unfortunately, but he yeah. said no. Yeah, sorry about that. But listen, why don't you take a leaf out of the Vikings book and, and do like kind of quick raids over the border? Go over into Tip and, and do. take some goodies. <laughs> John Ryan, fair play. We're going to have a gate on the wall. It'll be just one way for us to get out. Yeah. All right, John, have a good one. See ya. Cheers, lads. Bye. 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 Brian Adams and Mel C when you're gone Dermot and Dave on Today FM pop quiz around the room I'll exclude Dermot from this conversation immediately so this is Cahal uh, or Cahal this is Sean no, the other today. One. Uh, Sean and Emer question what signed Mel C memorabilia do I have? Spice World on video cassette. Wow. Yes, in the can. John had an And yeah. in the can yeah. is correct because it's actually in a metal lunchbox. I and have that's what she said. You're going to have to repeat what Emer said. So basically, Emer said, uh, <laughs> I've got a signed copy of Spice World the movie on VHS in a metal box. And you had to choose which Spice Girl you wanted when you went in to buy it. Emer chose Mel B. I chose Mel C. I walked out of. What was on Tower Records used to, wasn't it? Yeah. Tower Records HMV. was on... No, it was Tower Records on, on oh, uh, Wicklow, Street. Wicklow Street. I walked out of Tower Records with the only thing in my bag that I walked out of Tower Records was the, was the Mel C thing. And I bumped into Mel C. And she signed it. And then we went and got a coffee together. We're BFFs for like... You went to got a coffee together. You've added this bit in now. No, that never happened. It did happen. No, no, you're adding bits onto the story. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard this story and I've never heard the yeah. coffee That's version That's my claim before. to fame is that yeah. I went Why? for coffee with Mel's. Yes, thank you, Emer. She pays attention to my oh. story. Why don't you went for coffee? I say you, you walked 10 yards down the road <laughs> and over the years you've turned that into going for coffee. No. Never happened. What's what cafe did you go to? Yeah. The one say. across the road. I don't know what it's called. it called. Why would Mel C go for coffee with some crazed fan? <laughs> I was what very did she nice. Get? What did she get? I don't remember. Can we... T- obviously... If you were for coffee with the superstar you'd remember what the order Most Spice Girls fans were like 10... 
Put up your hands, uh, Sean or Emer, if you know what age Dave was when all this happened. Uh, no. No. Hang on, I'm trying to do the math. Well, when, what was the movie? 97? 21? 22? 22. So she went for a coffee with you. Yeah. We're about the same age. We just bonded <laughs> over the fact that I chose an LC. This doesn't happen. You go up to a, like, maybe in some kind of rom-com. But in real life, if you go up to a famous person with and say, Hi, I'm a I big didn't fan. say it can like you, that. I said, oh my God, this is so hilarious. Then, hey, do you want to go for coffee? Yeah, sure, crazy <laughs> fan. Ask me. What, uh, do you want to stab me after the hot chocolate or, <laughs> or before? <laughs> I'm not defending my Mel C Coffee story anymore. What did she order? I don't remember. It was oh, 1997 or 98. Did you just have a coffee or did you have a bun as well? No, it was a takeaway. We ordered to go? and went to go. Yeah. Where'd you go? You both got no, a takeaway. No, then we went away. Oh. oh. So you went for coffee, but now it's turned into you both got takeaways and went your separate ways. Well, I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm just going to get a coffee. And I said, oh, so am I. Which That's I was a different story. No, and then she said, all right, well, let's go in here then. And we went into the place and we both got a coffee. And then I went, see you later. She went, bye. <laughs> That's so That's different. A story. Like you were like it was like sitting intimately at a table no. with a rose in a vase between you. Like God, that's so interesting. You followed her to a coffee shop. No, and she, she said, "You walk with me." I said, "Yeah." We stood in the queue together. We waited ages to order our coffees. You're a stalker. <laughs> no. And soon we're getting married. <laughs> she doesn't know yet. Taste of that is the music. Taste of. Yes, this is Say Stuff That Suits The Music where Dermot's going to say stuff off the top of his head <clears throat> that suit pieces of music he's never heard before and my challenge to you every week is the simple one, Dermot. Are you ready to go? I am ready to okay, go. Okay, let's do it. Now on RT Television, it's time for Nationwide. This week, Mary Kennedy heads off to the Aran Islands to meet some locals busy making crystal meth in an underground laboratory. And then it's off to visit some of the country's greatest monuments, including Loch Gurr, with the caretaker manager of Finn Harps. <laughs> and now the prayers of the faithful, uh, read by ACDC. We pray! We pray for a whole lot of rosy. We pray for a highway to hell. We pray for a highway to hell. We pray to be thunderstruck. We pray to be thunderstruck. And now the first reading. <laughs> Suffer from B.O.? Have you got bad breath? Or maybe you just forgot to wash? Well then... Don't miss National Smelly Person Week on Dublin Bus every day this week. If you stink, now's your time to shine and get out there and stink up the bus. <laughs> don't miss next week, which is National Farting Week on all Irish intercity trains. Now, welcome to the Four Towers Hotel. Checking in? Yes, yes. First time staying with us? It is, actually, yeah. Great. Business our pleasure. <laughs> uh, it's business. Yep, I'm a, I'm a hitman. I'm going to be carrying out a, a murder at some point. Great stuff. Well, the Leisure Club is open from 7am, and if you're going swimming, you will need a hat. 
Oh, you're after shooting three of the staff there now. Um, Clive won't be able to take your bags up because he's dead. What is up? This is DJ Breakdown coming to you every Saturday night with the latest and unground garage, drum and bass, and grime. Let's see you on the floor for this one. It's DJ Scandalous featuring Leslie D. Where's the usual fella who does the bingo? Why are you in an old folks' home? Shut up, Bernadette. As autumn arrives, you want an extra pep in your step. Then why not try new get-up-and-go vitamins from Vanitajex? <laughs> With all the vitamin C your body needs to get you and your family ready for winter and everything that it brings. Vanitajex Vitamin C. Vitamin C. You'll piss most of it out. <laughs> To be a part of it, New York, New York. How far would you travel for a pint? How about across the ocean? Well, for our next guest, he's finally getting to cash in on a long-standing IOU from an Irish J1 student. <laughs> John McDonough has just landed from New York City, and he's in studio with us now. Good morning to you, John. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Uh, it is very, very interesting as to how you got here. Let's just focus on the IOU and talk to the man, uh, Shane Gaffney, who was a J1 student many years ago. Hello, Shane. Hey, how are you, Dave? Uh, it's Dermot here. Dave's here as well, of course. Hey, and, Shane. And uh, oh. what part of uh, Ireland are you from? Uh, I'm from Dublin House. Okay. Um, oh, we could be neighbours. Um, <laughs> but when were you over in New York and how did this IOU come about? Um, I was over in New York in about 2013 um, with a couple of pals. Uh, we were working in Connecticut in a golf club in, uh, called Wingfoot. Standard um, J1 messing, it sounds like. Of course, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and we just like, we nipped out to New York most weekends um, and we were on a night out. And I was heading back to a few pals' house or to actually a friend's house. Um, quite late and uh, yeah didn't have a card machine in the taxi so it was about 10 years ago um, didn't have any cash so yeah <laughs> we were I, I John seemed like a nice guy go crack um, and yeah he accepted an IOU from Gaffney's and yeah so Gaffney's is it's, the family pub in Fairview if anybody has been to Crow Park I'm sure they'll have been to Gaffney's uh, but uh, yeah so Gaffney's in Fairview Gaffney and Sons that's the family so you figured I've got. I've, there's, no, there's no way he's going to believe this kid is worth an IOU, but the family pub is worth the <laughs> IOU. I like your thinking, Shane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I wasn't really uh, sure what to do. Didn't know if there was any ATMs around. And then, sure, look, I asked him, "Do you like Guinness?" Because we, uh, we, we serve a very nice uh, pint of cream. And uh, yeah, he was um, very happy to accommodate. Yeah, but I suppose lots of us, as Dermot mentioned this, yeah, we were talking about it the other day. Lots of us kind of go away on holidays. We meet our best friend on our foreign holiday. Hey, come and stay with us. 
but we never expect someone to rock up yet. Here's John. And John, you're cashing in your IOU to Shane. Yeah, finally, after nine years, I'll be <laughs> heading over to Gaffney's to get it. But it's a very inexpensive free pint. Because I paid $700 for the Aer Lingus ticket. <laughs> Most people go to a bar, buy a car or a bicycle or walk. I've actually taken a plane to get this pint again. So it's $350 a pint. <laughs> are, you, are you due to go for no, this No, but they're pint? good pints. They're good pints. Yeah, are you going for the pint today, John? Is that no, the plan? No, I, I got to ask you guys this. Is this normal for an American landing in Dublin? Right. When I got here yesterday, I got my email. And in the email, it says, hello, John. I'm a representative from Guinness... And we require your presence at the warehouse uh, for a free tour and free Guinness. Are you available? I said, am I available? Right after this show, I'm going to be going down there, knocking on those big wooden doors. I want to see a descendant of Arthur Guinness right now. Let's go. Yeah, Everyone gets the same email. It's not so special for you, John. That's normal, right? No, it is not normal. You've been summoned to the storehouse. That's an incredible... Down to the Vatican. Yeah. And I'll be going in. That's it. And then maybe you can spare some time to pop up to, to Gaffney's then. I'm if, heading if, right there. I hope to be there around 2 o'clock. Okay, so are you going to roll out the red carpet for him then, Shane? Uh, of course, 100%. Yeah, yeah amazing. But look, um, John, I want to talk to you about your backstory because it's a fascinating one. You're a yellow cab driver in New York City for 40 years. You must have seen some strange and wonderful things over the years. Yeah, you have. And the surprising thing about it is I survived a lot of them because there was a lot of robberies, people mm. jumping out. That's why with Shane offering an IOU, most people want to beat the fair. They'll jump out or they'll rob you, put mm. a gun to your head. So mm. what he was doing, you know, I said, listen, I can go with that. But uh, throughout the 40 years, and I do my one-man play about it, I, I've met the most interesting people from Stephen Fry to Richard Hammond, Salomon Rushdie. And so I we'll, combine we'll Slow down. We've got to go back over those. So hang on. So Stephen Fry, do you, do you drive him around just one little journey? I, I or? did a documentary with him. It was Stephen Fry in America. Right. And I brought him to a mob club in Queens to meet the boys. Okay. And I said, in this club, <laughs> Goodfellas is not a movie. It's a documentary. So right. I brought him down. He won a BAFTA award. And then... Richard Hammond was doing a show called Crash Course, and he wanted to learn how to drive a yellow cab. So I taught him for two days how to drive a yellow cab. Well, what was your yellow cab? Was it a Crown Vic, or what was it? Yeah, at that time it was, yeah. Actually, he did the thing called Crash Course. It was a Crown Vic, yeah. Right. You're very good on that, because they've changed. I started with a Checker, a Crown Vic, and now they're these Nissans with the sliding doors. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. the bigger ones. Yeah, so yeah. They've evolved. And, uh, have you had a gun placed to your head? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was saying to me, oh, you're an actor? I said, you better be, because when you got a gun to your head and the guy's looking for money, and you want to keep everybody calm, you're looking straight ahead, you hand the money. And I said, that's, that's acting at its best. Yeah. Mm. But, but I've also had an ice pick put to my throat. People jumped out. Now, this is over the course of 40 years. Now, yeah. if this went on every night... You know, yeah, you wouldn't do your, it. Your nerves would be shot. Yeah. Did you work at night or days? Or? I, I, I started out at nights, mm. but... You know, as I got older, I, I just couldn't take the nonsense at night. The drunks, the people jumping on you, you know, trying to carjack you and stuff like that. The, the daytime's a little bit calmer. It's business people going from A to B. So you, you can but handle it, that a bit better. I mean, it does sound terrifying at night, but New York has a reputation of being a crazy place to drive a car oh, around well, anyway. Well, I, I tell the story in the play. 
about a guy going to Lower East Side Avenue B, and it looked like Dresden after World War II. And he would go, oh, listen, you see that burnt out building? Can you wait for me? I'm going to be five minutes. <laughs> so he said, all right. So the next thing, he comes flying out with a gun in one hand and a bag of dope. So he jumps into the car and he's going, go, go, go. So now I'm a wheelman and a drug <laughs> robber. Oh but God. the only good thing about that, guys like that tend to tip better because oh. they have the money <laughs> yeah. and the dope and the gun. So, you know, I, I tell stories like that. And, uh, but they don't have that now because you got an app. If you need Coke or heroin, you just hit the app and <laughs> the guy's on a bicycle and he's delivering it to you. So you're, taking your, you're taking your getaway yeah, driver. Yeah, cutting down on my business. Yeah. Shane, when you were over and you were in John's and you were going to negotiate the IOU, were you considering that this is the kind of stuff that John has seen day in, day out? No, no, not at all. Uh, not at all. But what he did, like, there's a picture of the IOU. Um, there's a full paragraph that I wrote uh, detailing the two points. For John, everything like that. So it was quite organized, quite quite straightforward. Um, so no, I, I didn't have a clue he's been through all this. But I'll have a good chat with him later. All well, absolutely. It. And John, you, you mentioned very quickly there that you've you've turned this into a one man play. But like, let's talk about that for a minute because this is something that people in Ireland can go and see. Is it tonight and tomorrow night or the next two nights? For the next uh, Thursday, Friday and Saturday okay. at the Sean O'Casey Theatre. And then I head up to my mother's county, dear old Donegal, at the Abbey Arts Centre in Ballyshannon for October 8th. And that's for the relations in the area to come. But the the next three nights at the Sean O'Casey Theatre on Eventbrite, you get, it's almost sold out. Great. And, you, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I've just given you little snippets, mm. but I use the video clips of Stephen Fry being brought into this club and he's hanging out with the boys and he's going, oh my, oh my. And they're talking about fixing races, running numbers, how to take bets. Yeah. And you talk about being out of his element, but he loved it, man. Yeah. He was a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, New York has changed a lot over the last 40 years. I mean, you had high crime rates in the 80s, then Giuliani came in and and cleaned the place up, supposedly. Um, and now, I guess, maybe you get the impression, maybe it's sliding back into a little of, the, little of those older days. How, how have you seen oh, the city change? Oh, we're not sliding. We jump back. It's back to the future. Really? Oh, I'm telling you now, between the subways and what's going on, particularly in Manhattan, Manhattan is just off the charts with crimes and robberies and everything like that. You, you really got to watch yourself when you're coming over now. And what's happening in the subways? Well, the subways, a lot of the homeless are using it because they don't want to go to the shelters. They're too dangerous. So they're riding the subways and they're having psychotic events. Like, you know, the, if you're up near the edge of the platform, they'll just walk by and just one hand to push you in front of the train. So in, in the past year, there's been maybe five to ten people killed, hit by trains coming in by being pushed on the subway. So when I take the subway, I stay on the stairs going down to the platform. But, man, you see all these hipsters from Brooklyn. They're, they're leaning over the platform with their phones. You say, you, are you out of your mind? Do you read the paper? So you got to be you know, more pull careful. Back. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, have yeah. your head about you now. You know, why, do you, why do you think? Has it been COVID that kind of contributed to that? Or? I, I think there's a combination of everything. There's been a lot of new laws brought into New York about no bail. Like a lot of guys getting arrested, unless it's a major crime, you, you don't have bail. You're just automatically released. And they become just repeat offenders. Mm. And it's a, you know, it's a revolving system. And that now there's elections going on in New York. And it's going to really be based on, on crime uh, because it, it's back with a vengeance. Well, it does sound like the late 80s, all right, when that was definitely yeah. the, the thing yeah, that yeah. people were voting for. Uh, okay, so, John, you'll be in the uh, O'Casey Theatre Thursday, Friday, Saturday, up in Donegal, and that's, your, that's where your mom is from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, my, my father's from Tyrone. They, they immigrated. 
uh, as I said, instead of coming to Queens, to Sunnyside and Woodside, where the Irish were living, yeah. they moved to an Italian neighborhood. And the first thing my mother did was have the house painted green <laughs> to let them Italians know uh, the Irish are moving in. <laughs> I said, this is probably not the best way to introduce yourself to the Italians. The only Italian, said, Irish neighborhood. They, they, they might not like what you're doing, and I heard that they can get kind of rough, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we love what you're doing. Enjoy the storehouse today. Enjoy getting your two pints finally paid back to yeah, you by Shane. Shane. Make sure you look after him now, won't you, Shane? Yeah. Shane oh, well, uh, Gaffney, and it's going to be Arthur. I'll be looking uh, for Arthur, Arthur Guinness. Arthur first, the Gaffney's later. Yeah, uh, Shane, one piece. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, we'll make sure he gets out of here at one piece anyway. And well anyway. done for honouring your IOU. A lot of people wouldn't have done that, so well done, Shane. <laughs> Thanks, that, finally, John, I want to ask you, after all the years of driving around New York, have you ever actually heard anyone on the street look in your window and say, Hey, I'm walking here! <laughs> No. <laughs> That's only in the movies. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Sad news. We're woken up to this morning that Coolio passed away overnight. Yeah, he was such a lovely chap. We had him in studio not so long ago. And just one of those guys that brings a whole lot of energy to every conversation. You know, when he walked into the building, everyone was kind of buzzing. And when he was in the studio here and a Gangster's Paradise, man, that was such a, you know, you got to think of all the top 10 most influential song lists you know mm. certainly in in that world of music yeah that has got to be up there and uh, just just a really nice guy lovely sense of fun he and was really big, fun actually a big and passion for ireland as yeah, well yeah he loved coming over here but he was funny and he was engaging and warm and he he you know he'd say your name which is often the kind of a well, way dermot and i kind of take signs from celebrities about you know how they're kind of clued in but like he was into that yeah, stuff they're either just, really thoughtful or they've had good media training <laughs> yeah, well either one works <laughs> for us um but he was pushing for a billion streams at the time a billion streams mm on Gangsta's Paradise and uh, yeah it worked because it's now over 1.2 billion yeah and sadly uh, he was in LA and he called over to his friend's house apparently uh, so the reports say and that uh, he died of a suspected heart attack so 59 yeah he wasn't an old man at all and no. was, as Dermot said he was full of energy and full of life and we had a great chat with him. Yeah, we sure did. And sure, if you're over 40, make sure you get that ticker checked. Sometimes these things can be a reminder to us all. Sound um, advice. But we really wanted to play our interview with him because we absolutely loved it. And uh, here he is, Coolio. Good morning. Welcome to Dublin. Welcome to Ireland. I should say welcome back because you're here quite a lot. Yes, yes. What is it about Ireland that you like so much? Um, I just like the atmosphere. I like the people. I like the, the way the city moves. And I like the, the, the spirit of the city and the and the aura of the city mm. as well. That's nice to hear. Yeah. Nice to get some positivity about yeah. uh, Dublin and Ireland. And did I see you? Did you pop up in Conor McGregor's pub one of the days? Yes, I did. And I did a little pop-up performance. Oh, yeah? What yeah. did you think of the Black Forging? It was crazy. Yeah? It was, it was full <laughs> on. It was just like he is. Yeah. <laughs> full on, bro. Just, just <laughs> knock him out. This is a knock. It was a knockout. And when, when you rock up somewhere like that, do you expect to be asked to perform or are you just going to do it on the fly if it happens? Um, did I expect to perform? No, not at all. I did not. They had a guy in there. He was doing um, he was doing covers. And I ain't going to lie, while I'm sitting there, I was like, man, I hope they asked me to perform. I, like, <laughs> I want to get up there. He's killing it right now. I'd love to do something with him. Next thing I know, hey, Coolio, come on up. I was like, hey. I was there. I was already there. All right, straight in. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. um, and look, Gangsta's Paradise is such a massive song in the kind of history of hip-hop. It, it did so much 
for hip hop at the time when it came out. Just hit, it, a, just hit a billion views. That's on, what I'm saying. So it's coming back now. So it's got a billion views on YouTube, and you're about to hopefully cross a billion streams. Um, I, I should hit a billion streams definitely by the end of this month, if not sooner. Why do you think, looking back now with a bit of context and where hip hop has gone and all that, why was that song, do you think? Why has it captured people's hearts and imagination and stereos since 1995? I think it's, it's the, the feel of the song. And at the time when it was released, it was perfect for the atmosphere of the world and the way that everything was going it was you know it was needed it was you know it's like everything has a balance of course you know that so um the world has a balance at the time when it was going on it was only these kind of songs and and then there was these kind of songs and but there was no binder mm. for a lot of people gangsta paradise was the first cd that parents ever let them buy um, it was the first, their first introduction to hip hop as well, and it was just, it was the perfect song because people took their the way they felt about life or the way they felt about the way things were going in their life, and it made them feel feel like, yeah, this this explains what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, because I think, like you said at the start, it was the it was the whole feel of the song because yeah. obviously Gangsta's Paradise was going to resonate lyrically with people who shared you know, maybe the similar scenario that you did right. as you grew up in Compton or whatever it was right. or across America, but you're not going to get a billion views, you're not going to get a billion streams if right. it's not an international song. And then, therefore, it needs to have something more than just those captivating lyrics, and, and it does. Well, people took the meaning of the song. Okay, so a, my original meaning of the song actually means nothing. Right. I don't even remember <laughs> what I originally was feeling when the song came really? out. No. Think of the song as itself it's its own entity okay so song was it was in the the for lack of a better word let's say the biosphere mm -hmm. the song was in the in the, in the biosphere and, and it was sitting there waiting for somebody for a, a, a vessel to which it could come into the world and it was just sitting there it was like nah I don't like Snoop Dogg <laughs> nah I don't like Tupac nah I don't like Biggie. I, I hate Wu-Tang. Who's that guy? <laughs> I like his hair. So oh, it shows you. I, I like his voice. I want him. And it came to me. And so when you heard it being played back on the studio speakers and you just, you know, finished the mix, and did you go Stone Cold hit? No. Absolute? Or no, you I just, I was, I was like, this is tight. Was there anyone who we would know of who listened to it and thought either it was good or bad? Nah, no, no. Nah, I don't. I don't. Especially back then, I didn't even know very many celebrities or people that were known. Yeah, this was early for you. Yeah. So um, I played it for. I give. I give you for instance. I played it for. I played it for my sister. She was like, "Ah, uh, why are you talking about all that hard stuff? You ain't even. You, you don't need to be talking about that." That part of your life is over. You need to be talking about something happy. I was like, shut up. <laughs> Click. Hung up on her. So then I then I called the I called somebody from the from the record company from, from Tommy Boy Records. And he was like, Yeah, yeah cool, that's cool. It'll, it'll make a good album cut. Ooh. I was like, a good album cut? I said, okay, cool. So a couple of days later, I called him back. I said, Yeah, that album cut you was talking about? I said, so, uh, if it's out, I said, it's, I guess it's okay for me to use it for a soundtrack. He said, yeah, sure, go ahead. 
We don't mind. Go ahead. So I, I, this lady named uh, Kathy Green, she, mm. went, she heard the song instantly. It's like, oh, my God. I love this song. I need this. Oh, my God. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer has this movie. It's tanking. We need, need something. We need something to wake the movie up, and this song is gonna be perfect for it. I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, how much? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what do you want? I said, hundred thousand. She was like, okay. What? <laughs> Best You're negotiation like, ever. I, I was like, for five hundred thousand. At the time, no one had ever received. That kind of money for a sound, a song, not for a soundtrack. Yeah, it was the was the first time. But you didn't know. I remember when that Michelle Pfeiffer movie came out. You, she was a teacher, wasn't she, in the inner city? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't know which was bigger, the film or the song, because they kind of moved together in they, tandem, didn't they? The the film made the song, and the song made the film. Mm. Did she ever thank you for saving dangerous minds? Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I never thanked her for helping dangerous mind become. A billion seller. On a completely different note as well, you did the soundtrack to literally my favorite TV show of all time. I presume everybody remembers this. Everybody out there, go burn the tail. Your homeboys and no girls, it's time for King to kill. Keep laughing in the afternoon, so don't touch that dial, don't leave the room. Does it always is something to front and you don't want to miss it? It's double K like do the big biggest. Get in the kill, I should have stayed killing Keenan. And then you gotta watch Keenan, because Keenan is seen with a plan or a plot. To come with a knot, but they always in the middle, because they always getting caught. They say the Hardy Boys or a nasty two mixed with It's just Keenan and Kill, and you'll be sitting in the back seat, feeding more, you'll have an extra seller. Magic get the wing or Penitella. Somebody's in trouble. Oh, here it goes. Nick, 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 so many cultural moments that you're involved in. Like, we're talking about Dangerous Minds, we're talking about Space Jam, talking about Keenan and Kel. You even made it into Futurama as Kwanzaa Bot, remember? Oh, no, yeah. child, that's not a made-up character. It's Kwanzaa Bot. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all how we celebrate Kwanzaa. Zoe Bird, lay down a beat. How about I just lie down? <laughs> <laughs> so good. I just, did, I just did another one. Did you? For the new Christmas special for okay, Futurama. Yeah, I just did it uh, about two weeks ago. Wow. The really it's corny. I thought the last two were great. <laughs> right. But whoever, this whoever, whoever wrote this new one, somebody need to shoot him with a butter gun. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's corny as corny as all get out. You know? Do you have yeah. a favorite MC at the moment from those younger people now in that generation? Who do you I like? I like Kendrick. Kendrick. I like versatile. You like versatile. I like versatile. Dublin MCs. We were under armor. Me and the boys were under armor. We were under armor. Me and the boys were under armor. <laughs> People want to know how did you come across versatile and how did they come across you and how did you get together? I heard a couple of their songs. I was like, who is these great? These dudes is wow. I said, wow. I never heard. I've never heard anybody from Ireland rap. In the Irish accent, mm. that all the all the cats before that they were trying to rap like Americans, mm. or they were trying to rap like cats from the UK. They embraced the Irish accent and start spitting, and I was happy about that. Their management reached out to me and was like, "Hey, they want to meet you," and they popped up at a show I did. I did a show at at the horse racing track. And will there be more music from you two? I just gave you a few bars. Of it. Mm. It's okay. from a song called Under that's Armor. that yeah that's from a song called uh 
keep on coming. How's your Irish Dublin hip hop accent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coolio's up, man. I'm up. I'm up and I'm live with uh, Dave and, and Dermot. That's and, and we're doing it. It's today FM. <laughs> knock, knock, knocking on the studio door. <laughs> Mate. I think, well, I would love to finish this if I could, Coolio, with one more key and Kel. Would you do that for us? Because it was just, it's the best. Let's, Let's do, do it one more time. Oh, go. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Gene and Kel, 2022, is Today FM, David McDermott. <laughs> Out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Gene and Kel to keep you laughing in the afternoon. So don't touch that dial, don't leave the room. Because if y'all was in something, no front, then you don't want to miss it. It's double K, like, do the good way it's... Keenan and Kel, I should have said killing Keenan. You gotta watch Keenan, cause Keenan be sleeping with a plan or a plot. They come up with a knock, but they always in the middle, cause they always getting caught. This ain't a hardy boy, so I'm nice to do Mr. V. It's just Keenan and Kel, and your vicinity, like Sick Freedom Boy, or Abbott and Costello, Magic and Kareem, or Penn and Teller. Somebody's in trouble. Oh, here we go. Oh, Nick, 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 what an absolute legend. Coolio, rest in peace. Lots of reaction in on 87 4100 after Jess Kelly was in telling us all about these new Tesla bots. Um, imagine Dermot down in his man cave having a full-blown argument with, <laughs> with this robot. Yeah, I can see that, I can see that. I want a robot to go to work for me so I can sit at home and collect the wages. This is my point. And Dave, your Alexa's already haunted. Imagine if these things turn iRobot. Yeah, you're... Yeah. you're, you're humanoid robot will be downstairs singing songs instead of your Alexa at 3 that in the morning good, guys good. have you seen any AI based sci-fi movies these things never end well ah, come on that's sci-fi and humanoid robots it's a horror film in the making totally freaky and I would run a mile if I saw one I have to agree I get the heebie-jeebies from mannequins in shops <laughs> why you know when you're kind of looking at something and you have this sense that someone's near you and you turn around too quickly and you're like oh sorry and you go oh it's actually a mannequin I'm, a, I'm an idiot <laughs> Well, I'm not sure if I want one kind of just floating around the house. Oh, I definitely do, and I want them like where you co- you go down in the middle of the night and turn the light on, and it's there going. Can I help you, David? And I'm like, yes. I heard a noise. Everything's okay, David. Go back to bed, <laughs> David. Like, oh yes, I will. I, I don't will. know if the humanoid form is probably the, the the best one. I know it's kind of you know looks like the movies, but if you wanted a robot in the house that would do loads of tasks, it would probably have more arms. You know, and maybe right, so maybe you, more like a spider that would go up and down the steps. You know, like <laughs> you want to create a, a, a Ganesh <laughs> spider robot, and you think you're scared of well, mannequins? You need some with a low center of gravity and loads of hands. Elon, are you listening? He's got it all sorted out for you. <laughs> is it crazy to think that we'll have humanoid robots in the future? As a text in and says, the thing that concerns me with humanoids in the house is how are children supposed to know the difference? Like on a serious note, my two and a half year old got one of those cactus toys recently, which repeats what she says. She totally personifies it. It's like her best friend. She wants to show her drawings to it. I'd be worried this tech would be used to fill the gap in childcare and have children making attachments to a machine. It's crazy. Well, I don't know if it's crazy or not, but I certainly know my son, Sam, Mm -hmm. when he was smaller, he was probably, was he five or six? And we had Alexa, um, which is now haunted, (laughs) keeping us awake at night. But before she was uh, inhabited by a poltergeist, uh, we were driving on our holidays in Spain, uh, and he was six, I think, yeah. We were driving on our holidays in Spain, and he just burst out crying. And we were like, oh my God, like, what happened? We thought, you know, we thought a wasp was in the car and stung him or something. Like, what's wrong? And he's like, we just we never brought Alexa on holidays. And then we realized that, oh yeah, like to him, Alexa is 
a person inside a screen because that's that's all he's ever known like he is he was too young when we first got her to remember a time without her and he talks to her all the time she answers all his questions about football facts and all the other things he wants to know so yeah there's definitely attachments being made and did it change the way that you used to like go away for a week and just leave him with Alexa? Yeah, well, that, that was, after that we realised we could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alexa and the robot vacuum cleaner, Trevor, they just look after them. They're parents, right? Uh, I do think I might have to. Uh, I might have to retire my haunted Alexa. The screen. Remember, I told you the screen's starting to flicker. It kind of reminds me of that movie. Um, where the girl crawls, the ring where the girl crawls oh, yeah. out of the flickering screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's starting to flicker and it, two nights ago it played more smooth jazz at 3am because someone forgot to turn it off, someone being me. So <laughs> I think, yeah, it sounds like it's time for this particular Alexa to be retired and replaced by a younger, well, more modern model. Speaking of retired, is it? I'm getting sent an awful lot of ads on things uh, for hearing aids. <laughs> Is that just me? No, the AI uh, that controls the ad um, <laughs> algorithms knows exactly what you need. What? Yeah, you see. <laughs> so myself and some friends, I'm going to say, are going to go shopping because I have no idea who's going to win. Kate? Oh my God, no need. How are you doing? All those free things. Go on, I need to shock you. So I'm trying to bring the prime up from Limerick. No, no, they're, they're not free. We have to pay. You can't just... Huh? No, we have to pay for the stuff. I pay for some of it. No, the listeners can win free shopping. If we, it falls into my prime... Oh, my fault. No, if they didn't stock the shelves properly. It has to be. Who have you got with you? Oh, it's Kevin Kilbane. <laughs> All right, lads. Hey, Kev. Former international Kevin Kilbane. Yeah. <laughs> now Canadian resident. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes. But I came over. I knew you needed a hand doing some some shopping. Amazing. You and I just In keep forgetting that you and Noni are so uh, so close. Oh yeah, hanging out for ages. Uh, she she sells uh, chocolate outside my ice cream van. Oh, okay. Hey. Right, yeah, we teamed up, you know, for big occasions, you know. We'll be down for uh, the cartoon festival there, you're allowed just talking about. So he'll be in the ice cream van. Yeah. Kevin Kilbane's ice cream Obviously, van. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be doing the chocolate. Oh, the crime. Right, well, look, we got to get down to business. We've got to go shopping, okay? Right. So, uh, Kev, I know you were saying you love onions. I do love onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get onions. Um, I love when my wife eats them just oh. before bed. Wow. <laughs> Uh, we need a tin of baked beans, Noni. That's what you said to me earlier on. Or a tin of baked beans, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you love them, yeah, yeah. Oh, I do, yeah. They keep you straight all day long. Straight out of the can. Yogurts. I need to get yogurts. I want strawberry yogurts. Um, Kev, what did you You wanted to respray the. You wanted stripe. to respray the. Put ice cream fast van. the stripes on the. On the, uh, on the, go, on the ice, ice cream van. van. Go faster stripes. And you know the way ice cream vans always have random cartoon characters like Pink Panther and stuff yeah. from cartoons you haven't watched in 30 years yeah. I'm going to put one of them up there I'm going to put Mr Magoo <laughs> on the side of the van so I need a paint sprayer from the middle aisle a paint sprayer gotcha okay, great so, idea uh, now Nona you specifically requested one banana and whipped cream <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You having it? someone over at the weekend. Oh, yeah, very nice. Want to get things ready, you know? But that's, a, that's a fancy dessert to impress them. One banana and whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I can't wait to go to your house. It's what's known as a one-course meal. I got you. Okay, so let me get this straight. So onions, baked beans, strawberry yogurts, the paint sprayer for Kev's ice cream van, and a whipped cream. Is that that's everything, isn't it? I think you have to forget something there, Dave. No, Dad. I wouldn't forget. I think you have, yeah. Really? Okay, if you have any idea what I forgot, you can let us know. I forgot to get a decent haircut. (laughs) Dave's World, Dave's World. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. No, I don't know about that.
about you, but I love this actor. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. Friends listen to each other. They don't, and they don't shoot each other. Do they, Audrey? Houston, you have a problem. Problem. See, I promised my little girl that I'd be coming home. Now, I don't know what you people are doing down there. We got a hole to dig up here. Some very careful editing required there. Mr. Bruce Willis, as you know, uh, probably heard, he retired from acting uh, because of a condition called aphasia, which is apparently uh, an inability to comprehend or formulate language because of damage to a specific part of his brain. So he's basically, he can't act anymore. He's retired. That's the end of a Bruce Willis movie, other than the ones that he watched. I think there's three movies he had shot mm. before his aphasia diagnosis, and then that's the end of it. Except no, because a company called Deep Cake has bought the rights to his image, to his face. And what they can do is they can build a digital twin of Bruce Willis. And they've already done it for a Russian telecoms giant a company called Megaphone who have an ad with Bruce Willis in it except it's not Bruce Willis it's an actor who has Bruce Willis's face digitally edited onto the screen so he's there physically the guy Bruce Willis is in another continent this happened with Bruce's permission I presume yes Bruce Willis has sold his rights to Deep Cake that's the idea <laughs> that would have been seriously <laughs> cheeky yeah well that's actually one of the problems with this, this whole kind of industry is called Deep Fakes okay it's a deep learning and fake through those combined the portmanteau is deep fake and Bruce Willis has sold his so you love the word portmanteau so much. <laughs> I love portmanteau. constantly trying to crowbar it into conversations <laughs> particularly Dave's words but they took you know the way you have a 4K telly and you know how clear the picture is on a 4K telly and then if you've ever seen the American football games where they have the 8K camera and it looks yeah. like a computer game it's so realistic well, the resolution of the photos they took of Bruce Willis's face are 34K. Wow. Right? And that's why they can then manipulate them and have any expression and anything. And as long as somebody can voice Bruce Willis, an actor can act him and his face can be digitally added. So Bruce Willis can make movies pretty much forever now. So here's the thing. You've probably already heard the Tom Cruise or seen the Tom Cruise deep fake he's called Deep Tom Cruise and listen to this I'm going to show you some magic it's the real thing <laughs> I mean uh, it's all the real thing <laughs> the video to go with that is Tom Cruise except no it isn't it's an impersonator yeah. called Miles and it's a computer guy called Chris and Chris makes the Tom Cruise deepfake videos after Miles acts out and impersonates Tom Cruise. So that's not Tom Cruise. That's just this guy. And they've gone completely viral. I'm sure you've seen them. Like, they're unbelievable. And then somebody made a Morgan Freeman one, right? And listen to this. I am not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> what you see is not real. <laughs> well, Class. at least in contemporary terms, it is not. What if I were to tell you that I am not even a human being? Would you believe me? What is your perception of reality? See, See that, I, I think this I think this is too far. Like, when Morgan Freeman passes away, should he not be, like, left, like, as one of those iconic figures that you get excited to look, go back and watch old Morgan Freeman movies or old... Well, how cool would it be to have 
Marilyn Monroe in a movie now. Or Sophia Loren. Or I'm oh, thinking, no, right? I disagree. No, hang on. People go to see holograms of singers, right? I also don't support that either. Right. I'm saying now, get a body <laughs> actor. Real Garth or no Garth. Get a body <laughs> actor who, yes. can, who can perform, physically perform. Have one of those singing impersonators who can do the singing and then digitally project the singer's face on stage. Boom. We can go and see Elvis Presley. Does that not mean we're never going to get like new artists again? No, what it means is we're all immortal. Because here's the thing. James Earl Jones, who's a very famous actor, but is also a very famous voice actor who voiced uh, Mufasa in uh, The Lion King, but also voiced Darth Vader. He's now 91. He's retired from acting. He can't, he's not doing any more voiceovers. And his voice obviously has changed massively from when he did Darth Vader in 1975 was when the first one came out. So what Star Wars did for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series, I know you watched that one, Dermot, and Darth Vader's in there, but it's Darth Vader in the lore. It's a young Darth Vader because it's back. It's before mm. all the stuff. So they couldn't use James Earl Jones, but it was new dialogue. So what they did was they used an AI program that can actually create it's actually let me get the name of it it's called respeacher it's a ukrainian company actually it trains a speech to speech machine not text to speech speech to speech so what it does is it listens to james earl jones as darth vader when he was 30 or whatever age he was and we did him and then it learns and it's licensed and approved by James Earl Jones. And then when you hear this in Obi-Wan Kenobi... He will pay for the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor means nothing. Kenobi is all that matters now. Is that understood? I have been watching you, third sister. I know what it is you seek. That's not James Earl Jones. That's Reese Beecher. Reese Beecher has created that from AI. This is mm. phenomenal. I was wondering how they did that when I was watching it, thinking, geez, is, is, is he still working? No, that's the thing. He's not working at all. He's sitting at home. He's 91. He's had a good life. He's not interested in doing any more voiceovers of Darth Vader. I think that's okay. Like someone's voice for, you know, which is essentially a cartoon character. But, you know, watching a re-digitized Bruce Willis, because they're never yeah. very convincing. The, well, hang on. The tech is never no, good no, enough. No, 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 no. It is, it's not, this is the point. The tech it's is getting like good enough. Scenes in video games where everyone has weird <laughs> teeth. No, it's beginning. Like, oh, hang on, Star Wars itself is guilty of a load of CGI nightmares. Jar Jar Binks, anyone? Um, you know the the CGI Yoda in the lightsaber fight. We all remember those scenes. But the technology is leaping and jumping and getting better. If you can take a 34k image of Bruce Willis's face. You can absolutely make Bruce Willis again. So Imagine I'm, how clogged up our phones would be. <laughs> Take one 34K picture. You have no more storage on your phone. <laughs> absolutely no. Well, has anyone seen Andor? Not the yet. new no, Star no, Wars TV no. show on Disney Plus. It's Good. bloody brilliant. If you like Rogue One, if you like me, you think that's the best Star Wars movie, you're going to love it. Hello. Hi, Pamela. Hello. How are we? Good. What's going on? You've got some um, I've got a game. game. Yeah. Brilliant. So uh, Dermot and I and Sean played this uh, when you were off during the summer. Oh, great. Way to make me feel excluded. Isolated. Um, but I feel as though you'd be very good at it. Oh, okay. So I'm going to bring it back. Okay, I'm interested again. It is movie opposites. No yes. Scared. yes. I'm I love so this. Dermot, I was so good Dermot at it. Dermot was really, really... It took you a while to warm up. Yeah. I think <sighs> something has to click in your brain and then suddenly you get them. Exactly. Okay, so what's so, the crack? Movie so, opposites. For example, if I said to you, nice boys. Nice boys. The answer would be bad crickets. Girls. Mean girls. 
Mean yeah. girl. So, okay. you, like, some of them are very obvious. Some of them you kind of have to work a little bit at. Okay, I had to work pretty hard at them and I got it wrong. Yeah. So, I'm not so, very confident. Um, well, if it was the first one. You okay. have to get your okay, brain okay, to okay, switch okay, into okay, it. Okay, click um, Sean is going to keep the scores for us. Okay. okay. Yeah, you are. So, do you have a pen and a piece of paper? He does, he, he does, does, he does. Okay, so. You want a clock? I think we get a clock to add a bit of tension. Okay, let's clock. So, right. Here we go. Dermot versus Dave. <clears throat> tame, tame, Sorry, east. sorry, did we just oh, shout? Yeah, yeah, tame. Wild, wild west. Yeah. Uh, smart and smarter. Dumb and dumber. Chocolate ground. This is a tough one. Uh, chocolate ground. Yeah. Do you want to skip? Vanilla Sky! Yes, Vanilla oh, Sky. How is chocolate the opposite of Vanilla? Small mommy. Big daddy. <laughs> Stationary groom. Moving bride. Moving wife. So think you, you stationary groom, bride, runaway bride. Oh. Uh, what stands above? What lies beneath? Uh, you human. I robot. <laughs> I'm so good. What's happening? Mr. Big Rain. Mrs. Mrs. Fire. No. Mrs. Small Thunder. <laughs> Mr. Big Rain. No. Mrs. Short. Lord, don't tell him, John, I'll kill you. You're gone. Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Half wood t shirt. Half wood t shirt. Yeah. Full metal jacket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are ordinary. I am exciting. I, I am, am extraordinary. I am original. Oh. I am amazing. I am legend. I am legend. Sunny woman. Rain man. Yes. Oh, finally. Uh, bad won't fishing. <laughs> Goodwill hunting. Yes. <laughs> so good. Very good. Uh, nothing nowhere, not at all. Everything, Everything all everyone listens. <laughs> uh, death of cake. Life of pie. Yes. Catwoman ends. Batman begins. <laughs> you hate me, woman. I love you, man. <laughs> Most hated cold. <laughs> Least loved rain. No, least loved heat. Most hate it cold. Hate it cold. Something yeah. like it hot. Yes. Uh, <sighs> the dropout. The, the graduate. Yes. Uh, the pink kilometer. The green mile. Yes. Oh. Sit away from you. Come close to me. <laughs> Stand, Stand by, by me. me. Yes. Uh, the dream after Easter. Nightmare before Christmas. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, I am good at that this. That was good. Some of them were quite oh, hard. I don't know. I'm usually so bad at quizzes. Some of them are pretty hard, but you did very, very yeah. well. This is my thing now. I've figured out a thing. <laughs> I'm quite proud of you. Amazing. Uh, we're we're going to tot up the scores. Okay, we'll top the scores. Yep. We, I'll tell you what, I'll play a song. We yep. tot up the scores. Okay, yep. here's a little mix on today. FM. We're going to find Ooh. out who won in a second. I Wild. think it's pretty obvious. Sean's got our um, votes and our scores, I should say. He's given them to Pamela, and oh. Pamela's going to tell us who has won what. I mean, yeah, I think we kind of know the result, but what we, were the scores? We were doing a movie. Movie opposites. Movie opposites. Um, is a pretty clean sweep <laughs> for Dave. Go on. You won cheese and crackers. Now you've won this, Dave. Dermot, you got five. Mm. Dave, you got thirteen. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. You know well what I've been. realized? Why I'm good at this is because of the internet. So what's lady fingers the opposite of? Men hands. You eat Mentos. Them. Mentos. Mentos. You eat them. <laughs> what's the opposite of Microsoft Office? Macro hard on fire. I'll leave that one with you. Anyway, uh, I'm okay. You can have it. No, macro hard on fire. Anyway, <laughs> pay attention to that today. Still, Garth Brooks story is knocking around. Ailish Keen is from Leitrim. She's on the line this morning. Hi, Ailish. How are you? We're great. Can't believe the ripple effects of this Garth Brooks concert. <laughs> We're still feeling them. What happened to you? So I went to the concert and on the I went to the bathroom beforehand, and um, I happened to meet these two lovely girls who had lovely boots on. Mm. And I said, geez, girl, I love your boots. They're very cool. And they were like, what size are you? And I said, size six. And she said, oh, perfect. I have enough here at home. 
Scotsman and pennies for five euro on sale. And I was like, ah, stop. They're class. And I said, don't worry about um, giving them to me. It's fine. Work away. She goes, no, no, give me your number. Call me tomorrow. Not tonight, because obviously you're Garth. Call me <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. So I was like, okay, here's my number. And I gave her a fiver and I went, look, take the fiver. If I never hear from you again, don't worry. You made me laugh. Have a drink. <laughs> so the next day I texted with, how are you? This is the girl from the concert. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't worry about sending the boots. And she goes, no, no. Send me your address. And I was like, not at all. I've only given you the fiver. Oh, my God. Don't worry. So she goes, send me your address. So I did, and I got home yesterday to a lovely pair of boots arrived in the post. Ah, amazing! <laughs> That's brilliant. And do, you, do you get the impression that she made the promise maybe a few drinks in, and then might have either forgotten or began to regret it? No, no. Uh, actually, she were, she texted me last Friday saying, "Don't worry, Avis, I haven't forgot you. <laughs> I just haven't got round to posting them yet." <laughs> Uh, come here, do you want to give her a shout out? Do you want to say her name or do you want to stay anonymous? I absolutely do. She's Laura Delaney from Port Leash. And a big shout out. Good karma to her. She's, she's good fun. And if nothing else, it was a great story. And I love the boots. Well, there you go. Now you have mm. them. <laughs> why? Maybe it's a woman thing, but why did she have two pairs of the identical <laughs> boots from Penny's? <laughs> They're on sale for a fiver. Why not? <laughs> You've only got two feet. You <laughs> better describe bad people like me. <laughs> yeah. You better describe them for everybody who's listening so we can see are they worth it. Uh, they're a pair of black boots with buckles on them and some, some gold studs, so they were really appropriate for Garth and for loads of other days. But um, no, a great, comfortable pair of boots and a cool pair. Biker boots. Biker so, boots. Okay. okay, so biker country chic. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, she wore them well, as did her friend. So well, I'm, every I'm, time I wear them, I'll have a smile. They just, it's but how sound are you that you see these girls in the boots, you think they look well, and you go over and say to them, that's so cool. Oh, well, sure, look, why not? It's nice to be nice. Absolutely. <laughs> it would never happen in the man's jacks, that's for sure. Like, oh, yeah, I love your shoes. Stop looking at me. <laughs> well, but when I came back from the bathroom, I was telling my husband and sister, and sister were there. And I said, I'm after having the funniest conversation with a lovely girl and her friend. And they were like, Ailish, it could only happen to you. You go to the bathroom and you come back with a pair of boots. <laughs> it's actually my dream that I meet someone who's got a pair of runners on and I can go, oh, I love your runners. What size are you? I'll send them to you. Yes. For a fiver. For a fiver. For a fiver. Yeah. yeah. She, she wouldn't even take delivery money or anything. So big shout out. That's to very well done. Very very sound. Uh, Ailish, fair play to you. Glad you got your boots. <laughs> So am I. It was all good. And a big thanks to Laura. She, she was a great, great girl. Lovely yeah. to talk to you, Eilish. Mind yourself. Okay, bye. 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 There you go. That's Eilish and Leitrim there. Getting a pair of boots, a free pair of boots shipped to her door from Laura in Port Leash. We're going to put the famous boots up on Today FM's Twitter now in a minute. So yeah. you can have a gawk and see, would you Any get m- these boots in a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Any more, like... Toilet conversations you want to share with us on 87 Dermot always remembers the story of me when the first time he got the nod for the Irish Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were down in his club of La Hinch and I had a lanyard that just basically was like, okay, you're allowed in like four places. But I treated it as if it was like Wayne and Garth and Wayne's well going, Triple A, Exus All Areas. <laughs> so there was a, there was a, a in the clubhouse there was a place for the professionals not even their caddies not Dermot no celebrities were allowed in I wandered into the shacks 
Uh, just because like flashing my lanyard everywhere. Hi, oh, just like walk really confidently. Went in, took a slash beside Graham McDowell. He didn't offer me his shoes. I didn't pay him. Maybe I should have paid him a compliment on his golf shoes. He would have said, hey, what size are you? I can send them out to you. <laughs> My amazing Graham McDowell impersonation. <laughs> but I didn't. I think that's why he joined the Live Tour, wasn't it? Just, <laughs> just to get toilets that didn't have creeps in them. Uh, so any toilet stories? Anything interesting happened? Did you get free shoes? You can let us know. 87 102 for text and WhatsApps today. from Leitrim was on to us she was at Garth Brooks and in the toilets in Garth Brooks she met a girl who was wearing killer boots so killer in fact that they just couldn't resist paying her a compliment and the girl said I'll send you a pair I have them a spare pair in your size which is kind of weird but that's what happened that was Laura in Port Leash yeah Laura from Port Leash was very very kind and actually followed through on her drunken promise Yeah We're just saying drunken She probably could have been sober Oh no she was at Garbrooks There's no way she was sober Actually <laughs> uh, Ashling and Carlo is on the line Hello Ashling. Hi guys how are you? Did you like that story? I really loved it I thought it was just A really nice thing to do And it's such a I think a familiar thing For a lot of girls To happen in a toilet So Is it? Giggle. Yeah absolutely The whole boot sharing thing Or just having those <laughs> conversations With people you don't know? Uh, a combination of both I'd say and then just the sharing clothes love your dress where'd you get it so yeah happens I think a lot for a lot of girls yeah uh, just again uh, it just it's not really acceptable in the men's toilet to, to <laughs> no, drop your not. gaze that low <laughs> possibly yeah you must maintain it at eye level at all times <laughs> I love your eyeglasses and your baseball cap <laughs> that's what I've been staring at yeah. sir <laughs> it's true actually. we just we, we can't really you know we can't really compliment someone on their shoes because the eye has to have travelled <laughs> yeah I can direction. imagine that could be dangerous <laughs> and do these conversations Ashing always happen at the sink do sometimes they happen over the kind of stall wall I'm just intrigued um, generally when you come out and someone will say oh my god seen you earlier love your dress I love your outfit where did you get and then it just kind of you know develops from there and you can end up saying oh I got it ages ago or I've just bought it and like what happened with the two girls that was just yeah I think it's yeah that's kind of generally how it rolls do any women do that thing of you know, you wash your hands, but either there's someone at the hand dryer taking it up or else you just want to get back out. Do you ever just wipe your hands on your clothes? Uh, well, personally, no, but yes, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I saw a great one the other day. A fella came in, washed his hands. I say wash, he wet his hands. Uh, and then there was people at the hand dryer. So yeah. he wiped his hands, no joke, he wiped his hands on the wall of the toilet and then walked out and I was like no I can't so, say I've ever so, witnessed that guys but so uh, many things are wrong with that scenario yeah. I don't think I'd be a really good uh, advocacy for uh, not or wiping my hands in my clothes mm. I own no. the boutique so you, I don't think anyone that would if they see me drying my hands in my clothes would be a great advertisement what's the name of the boutique and where is it uh, so we're based in Carlo. Uh, I've actually two. I've one called Dame Ladies Fashion, um, which does all fast fashion, and then the other store is Party and Polly. We're just around the corner, which specialises in occasion wear. Oh, nice. And how's the yeah. clothes business in Carlo going? Are people going back yeah. out to functions? They're ready to dress back up again. Well, we kind of um, we kept it going through lockdown with Facebook Live and then our website. So we've been really lucky. Like we've nationwide support now. So yeah, it's fantastic. I have to say, there's an appetite there for people. I think really to get back out and want to support local and you know mm. shop shop uh, local and shop Irish. So yeah, we're really we're really happy with the current trade at the and minute. It's tough, but 
everything, everybody's in the same boat, so it gives mm. you a similar platform. So what's in at the moment then? What's uh, Jack's Ooh, boots? Don't you know? I'm not with one. I'm saying you're putting me on the spot. Uh, well, definitely there's an influence of, and you just mentioned cowboy boots, and obviously a little bit boho. Uh, velour cords kind of cord as well is there so yeah there's a, mm. a nice kind of uh, mixture a little bit retro as well coming through did you see those tracksuits are back that say juicy on the rear end <laughs> yes I did but you obviously paid more attention to the juicy <laughs> <laughs> so it's been that they, low. they look like pajamas <laughs> that my daughter That's would wear <laughs> That's where you need happen. to keep the eyes above shoulder level in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, all right, Ashley. Well, thanks a million for joining us. Yeah, what I mentioned to the guys, what I really, when I heard uh, the story, I wanted to, I suppose, just pay forward another little bit of kindness. And uh, I just thought it was a lovely story. And if I think it's Eilish, is it in that passed on the boots or Laura? No, it was Eilish. Oh. Yeah, Eilish got them from Laura in Port Laura. Leash. Okay, so what? I, just when I heard Port Leash, I went, you know what? If Laura wants to pop over to us in Carlo, or she can shop dameladiesfashion.ie, she can pick out a pair of boots that we'd love to give to her and we'll deliver ah, to her. Ah, lovely. Oh, hi, so if you, you want to, you can put her in touch with myself in the shop, um, or she can, I'll, I can ask on the details, or she can. Ah, we'll, put, we'll talk to yeah. Laura, don't worry, we'll figure it out. Ashley, she only spent a fiver on the boots. <laughs> I don't have any boots, Dermot, for a fiver. I know, so. that's what I'm saying. I think uh, you may have bitten off more than you could sure chew here. I will make no, not at all. I'll make sure to look after. So it was just a lovely story, and it deserves something nice too. Oh, well, that's nice. Well done for paying Ashling. it forward, Ashley. No problem. No problem. Um, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Enjoy your weekend. See all you right, guys. see Ashley. Take care. Bye. 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 Thanks for sound. Very Love sound. that. Love it. Um, hang on. So, <laughs> Enda says, lads. Gary Barlow once liked someone's pair of trainers. Think he's still waiting for delivery, <laughs> says Enda. Um, go on, what did Gary Barlow say to you, Dave? Gary Barlow, t- not once, <laughs> twice, twice, yeah. and the, the second time wasn't it wasn't like a setup, but twice he said, "Dave, I like your trainers." <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gary Barlow! I mean, I couldn't have asked for anything more. To he was be fair. just feeling ho- awkward gaps in the conversation. No, plus your runners were like Dino Rod Yellow. No, the first time they were pink. The second time they were <laughs> yeah. Dino Rod Yellow. <laughs> Uh, anyway, 87 102 uh, have any, Has anyone ever complimented your stuff and then actually, uh, you know, wanted to close off you? <laughs> any jobs going there in their beauty salon there? Sounds like a cool boss slash colleague. I work in construction. <laughs> There's always someone who looks down on you, especially my boss. Somebody who is definitely well, that'll, not That'll touch. happen with scaffolding. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> station. <laughs> Very good joke there, Dermot. Stacey's my beautician. Took you a while. Did, you know it's Friday, all right. Long week, lads. Stacey's my beautician. She's, she's an absolute legend. I laugh more and have great chats with her anytime I'm in there. I was there yesterday getting the old tan done. She has major weakness for chocolate. I gave her a little box of mini heart chocks a few weeks ago. I was sitting in the car, looked in the window, and there she was stuffing her face. She looked out the window in horror to see me loll in my car at her. Sounds like the nicest place in the world. People, customers yeah. bringing in box of chocolate for beauticians. I came up with a joke. You just did it there, yeah, about construction. No, no, thing. I made up another, another one. Another one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, like, maybe this could get into bad jokes. Is this like an audition? Okay, well, do you want like do you want bad jokes music and all? Like, is that of any use to you? Okay. It'll say Dave's world. <laughs> Dermot's jokes. <laughs> if we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. Bad jokes edition. Uh, I was at a very sad conference the other day oh. for people suffering from overactive tear ducts. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. 
laughing at. I like that. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Overactive tears. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from nine on Today FM.